Atop the iHeartMedia Complex on WTKS-FM, HD1, Cocoa Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Yeah, it is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips File. This one for Tuesday. That's Tuesday, June 12th in the year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News, current events, we'll do that. We'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine. We'll find many other things to discuss this afternoon. We always do so. Take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. You can pick us up on iHeartRadio. That's one way to do it. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. Check that out. You can follow me on Twitter at RealGem. Then send us a text on anything at any time. That's RealMobile77031. We will read that text. We'll review it. We'll look it over once or twice and decide whether we want to use that. On the air, but on the phones, long distance toll free one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. For those of you in the metro, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Mo is here. She has news in a few minutes. Yes, sir. We're gonna work off that. Jack is with us. Pinkman is here as well later in the program. Right after the news with Mo, a bonus round of closest to the pin. Of course, your opportunity to win good fortune for the rest of your life. More on that later. Followed by Jack's audio file. We have the regular round of closest to the pin. Today's Tuesday. Fritz on the street today. Has some drive-home music for you. Then PPT to wrap things up at the end of uh, the program. Sadness permeates much of Central Florida today for a couple of different reasons. You might be able to add on to that, but today's the second anniversary, of course, of the Pulse tragedy. The massacre of the Pulse nightclub. Second anniversary of that. And then we had this horrific... Is this terrible tragedy in West Orlando uh, last night after uh, this person held four uh, children hostage, two of his own and two others. And uh, we came to find out late last night uh, during a press conference by the chief of police and the sheriff of Orange County that, in fact, uh, all the children were shot to death and the suspect committed suicide. Uh, so without, uh, without a doubt, there's a, a level, a high level of sadness in the community. I'll say it again. The predicate for all this is guns. This is not a, uh, this is not, uh, to, uh, castigate those who are law abiding, you know, tax paying citizens who own weapons. The question is, I mean, we're no different. I used to believe that we're more violent. I used to, you know, I held that opinion for many, many years. There's something in the American spirit, if you want to call it that, of the DNA of Americans, we we're just more we're just more aggressive and more violent than others. And uh, I've, I've, you know, I, I changed my opinion time, you know, here and there based on what I believe are the correct facts. I don't think we're any different than anybody else for the most part. 
You know, we watch the uh, video games and we watch the movies and we do this and we do that. The underlying predicate to all this violence, of course, is guns. And the question is how you keep these weapons out of this person should never have had a gun. This person should never have been allowed to have a gun. Now, how do you prevent that? I'm not sure. Because uh, there is the aspect, uh, you know, people want to get a gun, they can get it, lawfully or unlawfully. You know, we've had this uh, mess in the state of Florida where people have been able to get their hands on concealed weapons permits, I believe, who otherwise would never have passed the background check. And uh, this was uh, a program that was manned and uh, headed up by a person who wants to be the governor of the Sunshine State. This is intolerable. This should not exist. We should have rules and regulations and, uh, and, and leadership on our own part as individuals and citizens uh, to make sure that uh, our weapons aren't stolen. They're taking all the time from cars. They're taking all the time from break-ins because they're too easy to get. I'll tell you once again, and police officers will tell you, the law enforcement will tell you over and over and over. Now, I don't know where this individual got the gun that he used to kill these four children and then commit suicide. I do not know, but I wouldn't be surprised if it... Somewhere along the line, it was a stolen weapon, whether he stole it or he got it from somebody else. When people break into your homes and break into your cars, they're looking for essentially, you know, they're looking for drugs, they're looking for money, and they are looking for weapons because that's easy to take and it's easy to sell. And um, so just do me a favor. I mean, if it comes down to that, uh, whether you're in your home or in your car, in your car, I believe you ought to remove your weapon from the car and lock it up in your house. Same thing. Keep it away from children and do everything possible that you can to make sure that they're not stolen during a break-in. Other than that, I don't know anything about it other than it's just, uh, it's just I watched uh, Chief Mead give the press conference late last night about midnight and had heard, you know, th- through various tweets from various organizations before that, that this apparently what it was. And I don't know what you can say about that. And in addition, of course, Besides these four children who were murdered and uh, this suspect also shot and critically injured a member of the Orlando Police Department. So we didn't want to forget about him and uh, hope for the the best uh, recovery that uh, that this officer of the law can manage. We'll talk about this as the afternoon wears on. I'm not doing anything special for the Pulse, if you want to call it anniversary, to mark the uh, second year of this tragedy. you know, try to be nice to somebody. Try to, you know, if you're already nice, try to be a little bit more nice to somebody. That's the only thing I can say. Do something nice for somebody. Do something nice for your community. Do something nice for your neighbor. And, uh, you know, just uh, grab onto that, I believe, as best uh, that you can. Do we have a bet on Paul Manafort? Because he's going to uh, yes. court on Friday. Did, we ever? did I say he was going back to jail? They're yes. going to revoke his bond? Okay, I just wanted to make Manafort sure Manafort goes that. to prison, bail revoke, witness tampering. You said yes, Pinky said no, one dollar. The summit, uh, of course, paid a little bit of attention to the summit between uh, Kim and, uh, and, uh, and Trump. Yeah. Mm. Eh. I think they got what they wanted. I think they got a lot more out of it than. Uh, let's not try to compare uh, this to Ronald Reagan and calling on uh, Gorbachev to tear down that wall. Well, there's a there's there's a significant difference between the two. If you want me to get into that, I will later in the in the afternoon. Ivanka Trump is facing some criticism because Ivanka Trump. Uh, tweeted out what she claimed was a Chinese proverb, I guess, leading up to this summit mm-hmm. because her father was, you know, some people were giving, you know, in the in, in that world was taking some heat 
mm-hmm. you know, some criticism. You know how it works. It just goes back and forth. And uh, and the Chinese proverb was, let me get it right here. Where Okay, it says, Uh-oh. those who say it cannot be done should not interrupt those doing it. And she labeled it as a Chinese proverb. And now there are thousands, if not millions, of Chinese people say that's not a Chinese proverb. Whose is it? Who credits? Who do they credit? It's a Western. It's a Western proverb. It's somebody oh. in the West who came up with it, who claimed it was a Chinese proverb. Oops. You say, well, that's not that's not one of ours. <laughs> it's not like uh, not you know, late. many men f- smoke but Fu Manchu. They didn't credit that's it that, to you know, Come on, that's one of mine. Did she credit it to Confucius? As a matter of fact, I think that was a Three Stooges Chinese proverb. Oh. Confucius say, "Many men smoke but Fu Manchu." You get it? <laughs> I mean, oh. are you getting it? I get it. I mean, I'm getting it. Those who say it cannot be done should not interrupt those doing it. Mm. It's a nice line, but it's not a Chinese proverb. Where'd she get it from? I don't know. No, she didn't get it from the geisha. No, she got it in one of her factories, you know, that oh. are uh, making all of her goods at almost slave labor wages. Uh-oh. You don't hear uh, too much about that when it comes to tariffs, do you? But anyway, to uh, I mean, as long as they're talking, you know, as long as rockets are not flying around, uh, the paraphrase from the great Winston Churchill, the prime minister of Great Britain during World War II, who said, uh, and I paraphrase, it's uh, jaw-jaw is always better than war-war. I don't know what he meant by, I think I know what he meant by that. Talking is always better Mm. than engaging in in war. That would be safe to say. (laughs) I don't think Winston Churchill ever said sukiyaki. Just saying. I don't you think don't he said that. sukiyaki. He might have. Sukiyaki. Are we going to credit him with that, or is it a Chinese proverb? Jaw jaw is always better than war war. Something to that effect. We can look it up. Mm-hmm. I think I might be able to get a point or two on uh, that. Points. Okay. Let's see what else is going on, professor. And uh, beware of the lubber grand uh, grasshopper. It is back. Uh, Scott Maxwell is talking about it. These are these huge. Two, three, sometimes yeah. even four-inch-long grasshoppers. They're absolutely huge. They're creepy, as far as I'm concerned. I don't like them. Yeah. I don't no. want to get near them. They look Scary. like they could jump on you they and do. suck they, the blood out uh, of your they body. probably could. And I had them last year. I haven't seen them yet this you year. you got to crush them. you got to drown them. The uh, only way to get rid of them is them when they're very, very early stages. You can spray them with uh, stuff. Uh, but, you know, be very careful spraying things because mm-hmm. that gets, you know, you spray things. That stuff gets down into the aquifer. It's not good. We had hundreds of them. the circle of life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you want to chop them, crush them, step on them, I suppose. Drown them. That uh, seems like a lot of work. Do. When you could just get a pump sprayer and spray the crap out of them. Oh, what are you going to spray them with? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Just something. No, it does it. matter because yeah. it gets into our water system. Yeah, Mo actually thought that uh, maybe she had been using malathion. I think malathion might have been banned. Why don't you just go get some DDT? You can probably find it on the black market. Nope. It's the Phillips Filer thalidomide or something. And then they come out with only uh, one, uh, one leg. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Is this moron number one? Put moron number two on the floor. Oh, damn, I 
Turn the mic on, Jim. Let's get a check out the news. Here's Mo. Uh, Jim, thank you. The four children who authorities say were held as hostages all day yesterday. Uh, they were ultimately killed by a man, um, the same one who shot at an Orlando police officer uh, at midnight the night before. Um, they have all been identified now as uh, 12-year-old, 10-year-old, 6-year-old, and a baby, one, uh, all found dead in the second floor unit at Westbrook Apartments. I know on, there's a GoFundMe the account that's been set up to help with the funeral expenses. Yes, sir, that's true. Uh, two of the children were his. Two of the children were the girlfriends. And, um, yeah, there's a representative of the immediate family. Um, and and we will we will get you that um, that email page. Uh, now, I don't know if there's a or, method by which you can track down. Family. I doubt it seriously. Track down where he got the weapon. Mm-mm. You know, we just don't have systems like that set up. I'd really... Well, I, I don't know. A person with his record right. should not be in possession of a firearm. That's true. Domestic abuse and arson mm-hmm. and just a whole host of things. Yeah, I all am kinds sorry. of violent stuff, yeah. Orlando Police Chief John Mina says the officer wounded in the gunfire um, that began this whole thing is uh, still in critical condition today. His name, Kevin Valencia, underwent surgery. Chief says the next 48 hours will be very telling. Mm. Uh, so that's, you know, we'll keep our, keep our a, eye on that. And of course, Buddy Dyer and Sheriff Demings and lots of different people have all come out reacting to this, calling it a horrible ending to, to a hostage story. Um, unfortunately they couldn't bring it to a peaceful conclusion. They ended up with all five of the in, people in that apartment dead. So anybody know, did they say when they went in, did they Nine. hear gunshots and go in or does anybody, his phone was on the fritz from what I remember seeing is the, his phone, the, the shooter's phone was on the fritz and they said, we'll give you an OPD phone. And as they went to give him the phone, they saw a child's body, right? In the apartment, at which point they burst in and saw all four children. And, and I guess not long thereafter, he killed himself. Maybe I watch too much, uh, you uh-huh. know, stuff on TV, and you know, right. I'm thinking they're, you know, on apartments next door to this one, and they can Listen. hear everything going on, and you know, whatever. I don't know. Um, so that's not trying to blame anybody. I just wondered. I I don't know. That's well, so why why they didn't hear the four gunshots. Maybe it wasn't mm-hmm. gunshots that killed them. I thought they said they were I shot thought... to death. Oh, it said they were killed. I didn't. I didn't hear that they were. Well, yeah, but still, no matter how they're killed, you're gonna. You would. I don't know. We would think, mm-hmm. and we're not experts, but we would think because of what we see on TV and the movies that they're, mm-hmm. you know, they can listen to a cockroach climb across some carpet, you know, <laughs> with listening devices, mm-hmm. and maybe right. I don't know. It's just it's, it breaks it's your very, heart. Your heart it's gets very squeezed. saddening. It does. I mean, yeah. we've oh. got this two-year anniversary of Pulse. That's and we the got next this, story in the news. Yeah, and it's just uh, so. If you think your heart was not uh, squeezed enough from the story of the four kids, today is two years since the shooting to the day at, at Orlando's Pulse nightclub. That was forty-nine souls, and, and uh, the occasion was marked in the city of Orlando last night and this morning. Yeah, well over a hundred wounded. Correct. Some 200 people braved a rainstorm last night to attend a rally at Orlando City Hall that included not just survivors, but also uh, those from the Valentine's Day shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School down in Parkland. Another 80 people gathered this morning at the Pulse Temporary Memorial located at the nightclub itself. Uh, They showed up there at 2.02 a.m. 
the exact time the gunman began shooting two years ago. Gun control activists also planned something for later, well, actually this morning, uh, not at 2.02, but at about 10.30, they scheduled something called a 12-minute die-in, roughly one second for every mass shooting since the Pulse attack. Is Adam Putnam, the Republican running for governor, the agriculture commissioner, Uh uh, has he tried to explain why his department uh, screwed up when it comes to Concealed weapons uh, permits applications. Apparently, someone on his staff forgot the password for the background mm. check, so he was they were just rubber stamping it. But he claims he's innocent because he's the one who called for the investigation. I into see. The okay. All he's right taking then. credit somehow. Yeah. Good. He's well, hashtag NRA sellout. His own words, not Oops. mine. Yeah, yeah. He cl- yeah. He 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 ho- yeah. He holds up the banner by claiming and proclaiming. Uh, he says, I'm an, I'm proud to be an NRA sellout. Mm. Oh, good for you, bub. Yeah. Find somebody else to vote for. Jackass. Not for nothing, but yeah. Uh, these, this die-in protest was not just to remember the 49 at Pulse, but the, what, 17 at, or 19 at, at Parkland. Um, so anyway, so that happened yeah. today at 1030. Um, and, um, so those students, David Hogg and... Emma Gonzalez and, and those kids, they are not letting this go. They all planned this die-in, spent weeks pulling it together. 5,000 people were expected to attend. Um, so that happened earlier now, this morning. Now there's be interesting to see if they can get uh, younger people to turn up to vote because mm-hmm. that's usually That'll do it. not the case. Mm-hmm. It's mostly uh, white and 55 years and older who turn up at the polls, especially in the midterms. Uh, so good luck with that. Nelson. I, one of the things that filled my heart after Pulse was that the entire community <clears throat> stood out in the heat to give blood. And uh, this year, no exception. Um, we have uh, on our website, you can come to our website and do the keyword blood drive. But uh, anywhere the one blood trucks you know, are out there, uh-huh. they're doing that. Uh, these blood drives are, uh, they started earlier uh, in the week. They will run through tomorrow at the Big Red Bus Blood drives and all the donor centers. So that's real radio, real radio. Yeah. FM slash blood drive, and you can see all the locations listed. Mm, yeah. The defending national. Something nice oh. for somebody on this day, like uh, order me a pizza or something. That How would, would be that really be? Nice. Oh boy, I see where you're going with that. The defen- well, when I get distressed and when I feel sad, I you eat. eat. Of course, uh, and, as uh, do we all. when my heart is squeezed, like you said, and yeah. it's broken because mm. of these things that happen. And reminders and remembrances of these tragedies, and I've seen my fair share in this town. Yeah. Besides Pulse and this nonsense uh, last night, but yeah, it'd be good though. Wouldn't it? It's right on the heels of each Thin other. Crust, and it's just keep it in the oven about a little mm. few minutes longer than normal. Get it crispy on the bottom. I like it. Yeah, a little bit. I don't like it real doughy. Yeah. Thank you. The defending national champion, Florida Gators, will help your heart, Jim. They're going 11th back. Eleventh inning, bottom the eleventh. They're going back to the College World Series. Here's the pitch. It's a home run to right field. Auburn goes down. The Gators are going to the Baseball World Series. How about them apples? This Police is to baseball World their Series. fourth consecutive in Omaha, and they're 12th over the course of their baseball program. Florida's first uh, level, uh, first match, first game, is against Texas Tech, and ah. that is Sunday night. So if you want to keep track of your yeah, mighty of Florida cake. Gators, yeah. Forecasters at the National Hurricane Center in Miami are watching a large area of disorganized showers and thunderstorms. Where? Well, it's in the Caribbean now. It's expected uh. to move over, you know, Central America, the Gulf. It's coming up the Gulf. What? what? Uh, yeah, there's it's a big uh, area. Well, that's true. They think it may go toward the Texas side of the Gulf, not the Florida side of the Gulf. That's the good news. 
but this one would have a name, right? I mean, if it does swirl up and, and organize a little more. What, what's the name? I don't know. Be- Beatrice. Beryl? No, is that is that last Beryl. Beverly. No. Yeah. Beverly Biangelo. Could it be Barry? Was it a boy's it's name? It could be a girl. Alberto oh, a girl. Was oh right, 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 right. So Barbara. I don't know. Barbie. Betsy. Uh-huh. Or the, can't they use like, Oh, no, you won't use that one. Know. Bethany. Bethany's good, or... I don't know. I'm out. Barbara. Uh, I said Barbara. Barbara. B-A-R-A or R-A? Oh, the other fancy way, yeah. Let right. me take a little break. More news with right. Moe's upcoming. We've got birthdays. we got food. we got that uh, <laughs> bonus round of closest to the pin upcoming at the top. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. City is back in Canada to take on Montreal Impact tomorrow. Coverage begins at 7 p.m. on our sister station, FM 96.9 The Game, AM 740, and iHeartRadio. News, birthdays, food. Don't forget that bonus round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour. Here's Mo. I don't know how we got so lucky today, Jim, but today, June 12th, 2018, has three separate national food days. One is International Falafel Day. I'm a big fan of the falafel sandwich. Yum, delicious. Mm-hmm. Chickpeas, mm-hmm. yum, good. Yeah, yeah. Second, uh, it is also June 12, 2018. It's also National Jerky Day. Beef jerky, any kind of jerky. Turkey jerky, I don't care what you have. Cool. Right? Jerky Day is a good time also. Yeah, I tend to just believe that either jerky is beef or it's some kind of mm-hmm. you know, deer or caribou or something like that. Gator jerky. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. So Jerky Day is today. I don't care what kind you prefer but i mean I, they have lots of different kinds of i know they meat, do or, just, you know jerk they can you can i was gonna say never mind i was gonna say it sounded it, it even sounded bad to me so i'm gonna skip it um what are you gonna say it, well something about jerky you could jerk you could you could any kind of of meat but that didn't sound right so i didn't want to really matter how you jerk it it doesn't matter what you make what meat you, you use to we jerk understand. it okay forget okay, it yep. fine. let's move along shall it. we you don't and have to the third day June 12th day, uh, 2018, is peanut butter cookie day. Not a big fan, never have been. That always has those fork tine marks on them. I think that, that goes with the cookie. It's got that crisscross. Yesterday, uh, I got catch. a tweet that uh, mm. it was corn on the cob day. Oh, and I go, why would corn on the cob day be in, it's not even corn season. J- uh, yeah. No. Uh, June. Summer, yeah, wouldn't you think? No, no. not really. All right. A little bit early for corn on the cob. <laughs> All right, fine. I didn't have that on my list I think list you have yesterday. to get in July and August before you're really talking talking about corn on the cob, Well, right? that's true, because yesterday was German chocolate cake day, so I don't know yeah. where you got your information. Well, I got a tweet. That's where I got it, oh. from the corn on the cob people. Well, what yeah. do they know? The corn lobby. They're, they're the imp- corn. It's the easiest damn thing in the in the world to make. Yeah. What? Corn, corn on, on the, the cob. cob. Hey, you're not making it. You mean... Heating it up. It. Yeah, yeah, boiling it or whatever. You don't have to boil it. Yeah, even I could do that. I like to heat it, though, because otherwise the butter doesn't melt. Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't have to be a, roil- a roiling, boiling boil that you have to boil for five minutes. There's no. no, you just stick it in there and you pull it, boom, you're good to go. As long as it's heated up, you're excellent. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's good raw. It is, yeah. That Zellwood sweet corn. Oh, mm-hmm. that's good stuff. That Silver Queen or the white stuff, that that's, that's real. good corn. That is good corn. Okay, you talked about the giant lubbers, uh, L-U-B-B-E-R. These are, these are grasshoppers that are three, four inches sometimes. 
And boy, oh boy, they're, beautiful. they're scary when you come outside to take out your I mean, garbage. And colors wheel. are absolutely gorgeous. I don't think. Cool. Okay, great. But uh, they, yeah, they creep. They me are out. giant grasshoppers. Move slow, and they just look like they're going to jump on your neck or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now, everybody says if you see them when they're little, you know they're tiny little black dots. Grab them then. Get them then. Try to treat it then, because once they get to those big ass grasshoppers, it's very hard to kill them. So stomp Aye. on ugh. the mighty grasshopper. The mighty grasshopper. <laughs> doll's eyes. My doll's eyes black they were. People have tried all manner of things. Only. I think my husband said we did use some horrible poison <laughs> out there, but mm, at least I don't only have one hundred came ashore. Oh no. It's the not like screaming, the splashing, the fins and teeth. Oh for God's sake. Black doll's eyes mm. dead as they were. You have a yes. you have what? a pump on your property, right, Mo? Pump? Water pump? Yeah, water well pump. pump. A, a well what? pumps water from under the ground, and you're spraying poison on top. Nowhere near my well. Why? Oh, it probably doesn't seep into the ground at all. Why did your husband not just punch him off the plant? <laughs> I don't know. I should have suggested that. Police pulled a man over on his way to Disney World. The guy seemed nervous, so they called out Rex the drug-sniffing dog. He was around Stewart. You know, he's coming up here to Disney, right? He pulls him over. It turns out the dog alerted on something. They pulled him over for speeding. The dog alerted to the driver's side car door where they found a plastic bag containing more than, I don't know if this is a lot, 12 grams of ecstasy. What? I don't know. Eh. Oh, how many pills? Much. I don't know how many that is. Bateman? It doesn't say. 12 grams of ecstasy. I don't know what that means I exactly. I mean, one could assume that there's a gram and a pill, perhaps. Maybe. So 12 pills. Anyway, the dog, they, yeah, he well, was arrested. How many uh, milligrams make a, make a, make a gram? 1,000. 1, yeah, okay. So if you're taking a, what, what's a, what's a regular size aspirin? 300 milligrams? What is it? Three, yeah, 300, three 500? Se- what? Yeah. yeah, 365 three, or something. 325 or 500. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm just saying, how many? <laughs> All right. Anyway, he got he got arrested. Don't put any ecstasy in your door jam. Uh, a cocoa police officer. Oh, cocoa, not cocoa beach. Just so don't panic over there. It's cocoa. A cocoa police officer will be fired for using excessive force against a woman. Uh, they just released the documents yesterday. These two were investigated for their actions at an apartment complex. While investigating a stabbing, these two investigators say. That one of the officers forced his way into a woman's home without a warrant, threatened to taser if she didn't give him the name of her son, who the investigator believed was a suspect. He also illegally arrested this lady. After the arrest, he was recorded on body cam insulting the woman and her daughter. So big trouble, but the body cam, you know, proved what's what. At the apartment, the other officer was found to have used his taser on another woman, even as the woman was following his instructions to back up. One resigned. The other one will be fired. Fired. Yeah. Um. What? Oh. oh goodness gracious. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Um. Sunday is Father's Day. Uh. And the retailers always figure out how much we're spending on this holiday for dear old dad. The spokesman say they are expecting a near record high this year in the U.S. Uh, which breaks down to about how much per... Uh, they think it's $15 billion. What does Dad want? New weed whacker? Maybe just be, to be left alone for a change? Yeah. New video game? Mm. Six-pack. Mm-hmm. Mm. Six-pack. Really? 
Well, anyway, it says that the, the av- kids out of the house for mm-hmm. half an hour at yeah. least. Yeah, 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 yeah. Half an That's hour. All. Yeah. Medicinal marijuana card. Oh boy. It turns out that the average family will spend $133 per person. The most popular gift for dads this year will be an experience like a ball game, a concert, or special outing. The clothing, always popular. That rounds out the top five. Clothing, gift cards, and electronics, home improvement stuff, as you mentioned, round out the top top Father's Day gifts for this year. Um, President uh, Trump gave an interview to George Stephanopoulos today on ABC. Mm-hmm. They're Talk- talking to Hannity tonight. Mm. Hannity's on the list. Oh. Hannity was over there. Great. That quizzling sycophant ass kisser he oh, is. Oh, I don't know. Sorry. That's okay. He bl- I don't know you're going to say personally, I think. These the days. Trumpster believes that Kim Jong-un yeah. will follow through with denuclearization. Even though it's not in the documents, no specific timeline and no real way of verifying if he does it. He says, I think he's good on this. Have you seen those beaches? He said, you seen those beaches? Condo. Yeah, they're beautiful. You got China up here. You got <laughs> South Korea down here. They got these beautiful beaches. Yeah. A condo would look... Sexy what? beaches. Oh, Hotels. My God, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was... I mean, we're talking about the former leader of the free world. He was approaching this He's not the as of the free a real world estate anymore. mogul. Yeah. Might like uh, to think so. I there, got news for you. There are some concerns, though, that uh, Chairman Kim cannot be trusted to what? honor the vow to ne- denuclearize. And when they said that to he the Trumpster... He looked into his eyes. He's looked into the soul of Kim. Oh, boy. Trump also said that, you know, I, I think I could know him. You know, ju- I spent a couple, uh, you know, they had four or five different uh, photo ops, and I think he's going to follow through. None of the other... His grandpa didn't follow through. His father yeah. didn't follow through. Yeah. Uh, who knows if he'll follow this is through? Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's that. Come on. Yeah, there's that. Mm. Well, maybe he checked in. I mean, he you know, checked into that fancy schmancy, uh, you know, hotel in that island uh, resort island of Singapore. And I said, hey, maybe mm. he said to himself, "Hey, maybe there's something to." You this know, could be a money this maker. Is, uh, this is sweet, mm-hmm. you know, and. Yeah. Trump said, you can have this, you can have this. You got beautiful beaches. You have a nice condo. You got all these wonderful things. You can have them, too. All you need to do is, uh, you know, get rid of the nukes, okay? Mm. Well, the president and Chairman Kim are agreeing on bringing home some remains of U.S. servicemen who went missing during the war. What I didn't know was for each uh, soldier's remains, we have to pay for that. Upwards of a million dollars per soldier. What? So, of course, he's going to say, yeah, I'll give them to you because he's going to make gobs owe money. Is this just a, a thing with North Korea? Is that with Cambodia and Vietnam? And I think it might. I don't know. I do know that it's with North Korea. Uh, this is the deal that they cut. I, don't I think mean, Vietnam might, Cambodia and Laos, they might say, well, you know, essentially, you know, if you think back to the damage that you did to these countries and we really didn't have anything much to do with anything at all, mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to cost you a million. A million dollars per service man. Uh, so yeah, Henry Kissinger send him over so he can look for the remains of Ooh. the people he was primarily responsible for. Yes. Oof. That's not good. Yeah, he ought to be sitting in a jail cell someplace at the Hague. Oh, today, Jim, is also John Travolta Day in Brooklyn. 
It, this movie stars being welcome back to Lenny's Pizza, the pie shop made famous when Travolta ordered and ate two slices on top of each other in Saturday Night Fever. Remember this? Yeah, right no. in the opening. Sounds, yeah. That sounds really good. He puts two slices good. on top. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Fantastic. Sounds Why good, doesn't it? So, pizza. See, no, pizza's so coming. Eating them one on top of the other, you're totally... Uh, you're not getting the most out of it. I agree with that. I don't think it's the way to. No. Oh, I think you might. What? I get one slice at a time. Put the you know, fold it in a V, and mm, uh, yeah. you know, my mouth the is watering. Down a little bit. And, hey, how you okay, doing? We cannot talk about pizza. My mouth bro. is watering. I'm way too hungry to talk uh, about pizza. Travolta, who was born and raised in Englewood, New Jersey, also starred in the iconic TV show Welcome Back, Cotter. New Jersey in the house. Uh, which was about life in a Brooklyn high school. There will be a special ceremony at Lenny's Pizza this afternoon. A slice of pizza will be named in John's honor. sounds good. That's, sorry. Oh, yeah. I shouldn't have mentioned Look pizza. Should we get pizza? You went cheap cheese. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't care. Doesn't matter. He what? Yeah, I'll... He went what? What? What'd Jim say? I don't Lisa... I don't know. We're getting pizza. Lisa Lampanelli... Did a concert in San Jose, California. Now some fans are asking for a refund. I don't know. If you're getting pizza, what kind of, where are you uh, getting that uh, from? Uh-oh. Here we go. Wherever you want. Oh, see how nice is that? All right. Do you I have want a name? It, I want it from Chicago. Nope. <laughs> it won't get I'll here in time. Him. I know someone today who just ordered pizza from Chicago. Yeah, you can get it. sending it down here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, some Lisa Lampanelli fans, Jim, are asking for a refund Why? after she reportedly had a meltdown at her show in San Jose, California. She performed Sunday night at whatever the, the concert hall is, what and happened? she confronted a heckler. Oh, maybe I thought she was upstaged by the Tonys or something. No, no. She confronted a heckler and then started screaming at the entire crowd. Oh, I lost it. She says she she was totally in meltdown mode. She felt the heckler yeah. was being sexist. Happens. And, you know, she's known for her politically incorrect humor and direct insults and all of that and being filthy, filthy, you know, dirty, but... Anyway, uh, a spokesman for Lisa declined the comments uh, today and yesterday. The event's promoter will make the decision ultimately about refunds. What do you think, be- what do you think is behind that? What is the what heckling? Pinkman, you might know the philosophy or psychology of a heckler. What is, is it to draw attention to yourself, or is it? Yeah. I mean, what's the what's the trying to throw them off their game and see if they really well, look at I me? I mean, I don't understand it. Though. I think I it's don't... a little bit of oh, I could do that easily. This guy's not as funny as me, and then they start trying in the middle of the show, and then it's like oh, my. Tommy didn't love you enough, huh? Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, why didn't you bring him down? I mean, I've, has anybody ever done that? So, okay, if you think, all right, come on down. Go, security, bring him, you know. Come on down. Come on down right now. That's, a, that's not a bad idea. See if Here's the mic. Come on. Yeah, come on, wise guy. Mm-hmm. Go for it, sport. But then if they kill, then you look stupid. Oh, if they kill, that's yeah, a good well, thing, Yeah, well, you're right? going to look kill. stupid if the heckler's getting the better of you. Yeah. That's also true. If you're stand-up, you're supposed to know how to handle these people. Jim, Roseanne Barr today. Never mind had to do more apologizing Why? for this time for calling Jewish billionaire George Soros a Nazi. The, the remark, I guess she did it on She's Twitter. She's done it before. Yeah, She's yeah, always accused month. of George Soros, who's the billionaire uh, progressive, if you want to put it that way. She did it the same day. Of, that she, uh, helping the Nazis send the Jews to the ovens. She tweeted about George Soros being a Nazi the same day she tweeted out that horrible email about Val- Valerie Jarrett comparing her to Planet of the Apes or whatever it was. So she today, Roseanne now says, Soros turned in, uh, she said back then in the tweet that Soros turned in other Jews at German concentration camps right. to get murdered during the Holocaust. Barr sent out a tweet yesterday saying Nazis persecuted Soros and his family and that he survived because of his father's strength and resourcefulness. So she did a total backtrack what on that. What was uh, she doing, trying to evade yeah. a, um, a defamation lawsuit? Probably libel and slander and stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty serious business. 
Right. I, mean, I don't know how much of a public figure George Soros is, but I I think you start in, claiming in that circles. hi, you are a Nazi and you help send Jews and gypsies and uh, and others to start, the yeah. uh, to the gas chamber. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And he's got enough money where he can make her life miserable if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. I told you I was swearing off Kim Kardashian. Wouldn't that be nice to have so much money you can make other people's lives just miserable? Mm-hmm. Yes. No. I mean, people who deserve it to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Well, that's in the eye of the beholder, isn't it? I'm sure they don't think they're being, you know, they're worthy of having your... I'm sorry, then. Mm. I swore You off... don't think you're worthy of some cast, uh, some kind of mm. castigation because you tweet out racist comments and then accuse mm. people who were 12 years old at the time mm-hmm. to helping Nazis send Jews to the... Con- I'm sorry. Stop it. Yeah. I'm just going to mess with you a little bit. Our sincere apologies. Mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian will be on the Today Show on Thursday. Now, I know I said I swore off Kim Kardashian after she inserted herself into politics and, you know, all of that. But, and, you know, sort of kissed, uh, you know, kissy face with the president. Yeah. Uh, But she'll be on the Today Show, not tomorrow, but Thursday morning for a sit-down interview with Alice Johnson. Oh, boy. That's the woman who was serving out a life sentence on drug charges and was pardoned by the Trumpster last week, thanks to Kim. Uh, she advocated for her release for months. She read about her on Twitter. Well, where else would she read about her? Of course. And then she had a meeting at the end of May. And then I don't understand something. So uh, Kim Kardashian, sex tape, reality t- show, mm-hmm. vacuousness, you know, mm-hmm. to the 10th degree. Yeah. Just, you know, consumerism, all about celebrity, cult of personality. Mm-hmm. You love the show. She actually steps out of that and reaches out to someone she became aware of and did something good to get someone out of prison she felt was unjustly incarcerated. I don't think we should be listening to reality stars and their opinions about anything. But why is her opinion any less than yours? What? I'm not going to, you know, I'm not championing to the running to the president and asking for things that I believe in. I I don't think that. Well, would you if you had the opportunity? Because of her celebrity. You know, she gets undue attention, right? So she... Well, I guess she gets attention, and she's using the attention I... to write what she believes is a... screwed a, up. ...is a judicial... I, I wouldn't argue with that. That's how it, how's it different is. from George Clooney uh, trying to raise attention for what's going on in Africa? I mean, she might say to herself, you know, behind closed doors, I know this is all screwed up. I don't get it either, but Maybe. I'm making zillions and billions yeah, of dollars. It troubles but the me. fact of the matter, she's... She's latched on to an issue for whatever reason that she felt was important and because of her celebrity status was able to get the ear right. of the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. I still have questions about one can argue about whether this person's sentence was too long, whether she be- re- should have remained in prison or not. She was not a simple stand on the street corner selling bags of uh, uh, of pot. Mm-hmm. This was a person who was involved. She wasn't the the queen or the kingpin, but she was she was involved in a multi million dollar drug ring. So we can argue about whether and does okay, Kim know all the details of it? Yeah. yeah. So I mean. But, I guess I mean, it just pointed would, out to me how messed use up. Whatever power you have to try to yeah. to write I, to write what you perceive as a wrong. It does. It does. I think that really pointed out to me uh, how messed up we are and how much power we give to 
you know, people who don't know anything about, you know, she found it on Twitter. I doubt she really uh, did a ton of research. It bums me out. I, I just... think it's because President Trump was the one who had to make it happen. And if it was President Obama, you would have been okay with it's it. It's the cult uh, of celebrity. We've done it in yeah, politics. No. We do it with uh, with people in the media. We do it with people in news media. Mm. We give them much more attention than, yeah. than they deserve. Now, in my case... Oh, oh, sorry. You, you deserve that. <laughs> yeah, let's move on to... Uh... Oh, I have some other stuff. And I have some bad news about Bruce Springsteen and what? the Tonys. Well, we can do that later. Oh. I need, uh, I gotta, I gotta need birthdays. Keep you. I'm gonna, that's a cliffhanger, Jack. Sorry. I'm sticking around. Okay. How about this? Happy, happy birthday today, too. And I know this is... I, I put this on here for Jack alone. Oh, boy. Hideki Matsui. Oh! Happy, happy birthday! He's oh. wearing number 55 with the Yankees. Ooh. He was on the Yankees for seven years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Took well, him to the World yeah, Series. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's now, uh, believe it or not, 41. Ooh. Uh, Am I close? Uh, there he goes. Probably. 43. <laughs> I don't know. Do 42? It, no, Pinkman, 44. Oh! Ah, bless. Uh-huh. The creator of, the co-creator of Mozilla Firefox. The entrepreneur who created that mm-hmm. website. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have trying to get some obscure people, but that's a very popular serve, uh, browser. Firefox, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He created it. Yeah. How old is the kid who created it? Oh, the kid. Well, well how, oh. what's his oh. name? I call anybody younger than 100 a kid, you know. <laughs> what's his name? Blake Fox. Oh, I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Blake, Blake Fox. Come Blake on. Ross. Pardon me. Blake, Blake Ross. Oh, it's yeah. Blake Ross. Yeah. Blake Ross. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, co creator of Mozilla Ross. Firefox. <laughs> Blake Ross. He's got to be at least. I mean, 50. Yeah. Are you kidding me? He's only 32. What are you guys nuts? 41. Jimmy's 33. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And uh, Jenny Lee Harrison, she replaced Suzanne Summers on Three's Company. Oh, yeah. Jim? Suzanne Summers left. And- 264. 66. You guys don't even know. 65. <laughs> Who said 64? I did. Uh, she's 59. No! And that's the Lottie Dodd. Just call me boy. <laughs> We're going to open up the lines. We'll pick one of you at random to play against Pinkman in a bonus round of closest to the pinup coming next on Real Radio 104.1. Now that we've all quit Facebook and have started talking to each other again. Did you know your mom's been writing fan fiction? I did not. Very erotic. No, no, no. Facebook.com slash Real Radio Orlando. And now, The Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Ryan's on the line. He's gonna play against Pinkman in this bonus round of closest to the pin of course if ryan wins he receives that you matter business card what does that mean well that means of course that it will have he will have good fortune for the rest of his life however on the dark side should ryan lose it will mean for him 24 hours of bad luck mr paint go to the sample booth okay bring you back in a couple of minutes to determine your handicap let's get this underway ryan how are you today i'm all right All right, Ryan, I've got 10 questions for you, buddy, including the famous crow question on the end, at the end. Are you ready? 
Let's do it. All right, Ryan, here we go. Countdown, keep score for Ryan. In three, two, one, begin. Ryan, the Kim-Trump summit is over, but to reach the summit of Mount Hood in Washington, you have to climb how many feet? 14,500. Believe it or not, the American rock band called Little Feet is still around. It formed in what year? 1963. Guitarist Jimmy Page loved the band Little Feet, as stated in a 1975 edition of Rolling Stone magazine. How old is Jimmy Page? 72. Page founded the band Led Zeppelin, but the Hindenburg crashed and burned in what year? 1936. How many passengers died in the Hindenburg crash and explosion? 550. Billions of passenger pigeons once were endemic in the United States. They went extinct in what year? 1980. What's the population of Pigeon Forge, Tennessee? 35,000. The Tennessee Volunteers college football team began playing in what year? 1895. The movie called Volunteers with Tom Hanks and John Candy was released in what year? 87. Get it within 25, you went out right. If the late John Candy was a crow in Toronto, Canada, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Montreal? Uh, uh, Trump 2020? No, I need mileage, dude. Listen again. Yeah. Oh, he hung up. That was, his he, wise, what did he, what? that was his wiseacre answer. Because he was just wanted to say Trump 2020. All right. That's it. I mean, <laughs> that wasn't even funny. No, but if. I mean, it okay. Can, can you make, hey, so use 2020 as the mileage okay. so Pinkman has something to yeah, play okay, against. Okay, fine. I mean, that's the, you know, so. You know, it would be really funny if Pinkman loses on that one answer. <laughs> whatever. Done pretty well, too. Yeah, I mean, he had a lot of. Weird. Close. I don't know, whatever. Okay. Dummy. Or maybe he didn't want to commit to the idea. Bad of, luck. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe. He'll still get it. Nothing. You have to roll the dice, sir. Exactly. That's what you have to do. Yeah, just because that happened, you know, whatever. You need to roll the dice to determine your handicap. Oh, he do. Oh. <laughs> he rolled a five. The hard way. That's a 13-second handicap for Mr. Pink. Right, I got ten questions for you, including the crow question. Are you ready? Uh, yes. Here we go. Here we go. In three, two, one, begin. The Kim Trump Summit is over, but to reach the summit of Mount Hood in Washington, you would have to climb how many feet? 3,000. Believe it or not, the American rock band called Little Feet is still around. It formed in what year? 1964. Guitarist Jimmy Page loved the band Little Feet, as stated in a 1975 edition of Rolling Stone magazine. How old is Jimmy Page? 68. Page founded the band Led Zeppelin, but the Hindenburg crashed and burned in what year? 1941. How many passengers died in the Hindenburg crash and explosion? 300. Billions of passenger pigeons once were endemic in the United States. They went extinct in what year? 19. 1928. What's the population of Pigeon Forge, Tennessee? Uh, 300,000. The Tennessee Volunteers College football team began playing in what year? 1950. The movie called Volunteers with Tom Hanks and John Candy was released in what year? 1989. Get it within 25, you went outright. If the late John Candy was a crow in Toronto, Canada, his birthplace, oh, yeah. he would have to fly how many miles to reach Montreal? Uh, 127. Time. Mm. There we go. Let's uh, score this game. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, if you wanted to climb to the top of Mount Hood in Washington, you'd have to climb how many feet, Ryan said? 14,500. Pinkman. 3,000. 11,249. Ryan gets the first point, Jim. The American rock band Little Feet uh, formed in what year, Ryan said? 63. Pinkman. 64. 69. Oh, it's all tied up. Jimmy Page oh, loved oh, that oh. band. Uh, how old is Jimmy Page, the guitarist, of course, who founded mm-hmm. uh, Led Zeppelin? How old is Jimmy Page, Ryan said? 72. Pinkman. 68. 74. Ooh, Ryan takes the lead. Page founded it. the band Led Zeppelin, but the Hindenburg, the Zeppelin, the dirigible, whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it, the blimp. Crashed and burned in what year, Ryan said? 36. Pinkman? 41. 37. Ooh, Ryan takes a command. How many lane? passengers died in that <laughs> crash and explosion, Ryan said? 550. Pinkman? 300. 13. Okay. Pinkman. Billions back, of yeah. passenger pigeons. Billions. Once were endemic, they were all over the place in the United States, but they went extinct in what year? Ryan, Ryan said, said 1980. Pinkman. 1928. 1914. That's when Martha, the last pas- passenger passenger pigeon alive, dropped dead in a zoo. I'm I think sorry. in St. Louis. R.I.P. What's well, the score, Mo? It's, it's three to three. Oh, boy. Sometimes there would be flocks of pas- passenger pigeons that would essentially block Locked out the, the sun, sun. Yeah, for right. days on end. I like when you told that now story. Now they're all gone. Uh, every last one. What's the population of Pigeon Forge, Tennessee? Ryan said. He said 35,000, and I thought, oh, are you kidding? And then Pinkman said 300,000. Pigeon Sorry, Forge. Pigeon Forge. Here, Pigeon Forge? Yeah, I've been there. Like it's 5,875. 5,000 well, people. You know, it looked like there were more people Oh, there. boy. The Tennessee Volunteers College football team began playing in what year, Ryan said? 1895. Pinkman. 1950. 1891. Ryan oh. is up to uh, five to three. The movie called Volunteers with Tom Hanks and John Candy released in what year, Ryan said? 87. Pinkman. 89. 85. Mm, Ryan's up six to three. No! Ryan, you're doing a good job, Ryan, aren't you? Hey, Oops. Ryan, you're doing a great job. <laughs> Oops. Unfortunately, since he hung up, he'll never be able to get his card with good luck. Tummy. Get it within 25. Well, you never know. Pinkman might pull it out here. You went out outright. That's true. The late John Candy was a crow in Toronto, Canada, his birthplace. He would have to fly how many miles to reach Montreal? Ryan said. I think he was offended about something about Canada because he said Trump 2020. <laughs> so 20, 2,020 miles. Yeah, Pinkman said. Mm, 127. The answer is 313. Pinkman gets it, but not enough. Right? Oh, Ryan wins. Ryan, congratulations. But he hung but up, so You're not getting you. that card screw because you. Uh, you hung up. Nope. So Mm-mm. I have now determined you have bad luck for the next 24 <laughs> hours. Oh, Thanks for playing that bonus round of closest to the pin. Remember, close <laughs> only counts in horseshoes. Yeah, that's the way it works now. And closest to the pin. You hang up. Pin. Bad Automatic luck. bad luck for you. One, Ryan. No way that you know who wins in 2020. Thanks to you, Ryan. <laughs> so does that count as you a... just doomed the campaign? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Does that count as a loss for Pinkman? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah it's a loss for Pinkman. There's oh, yes. another guy that calls and then waits until after the game is played in full, and then I go to get his info, and he's like, "Trump 2020 MAGA," and then he hangs up. <laughs> that might be this guy. Might I don't be. think it was the same guy. <laughs> I think we have two of them now. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. funny, though. All right. Yeah, oh, Martha well. was the last... Martha. Pigeon? Last passenger pigeon. Mm-hmm. I think it was also called the American Wild Pigeon. I think they were pretty good eating. Mm. Uh, but uh, we decimated them. Uh, we killed them off, human beings, uh, through uh, one means or another. Mm-hmm. Killed off the entire population. Billions of these birds existed. 
on this planet and in North America for millennia. What do we do to kill them? We ate them. Oh. Mm. We ate them, kill them off with insecticide. You know, you do what Mm. you do. I mean, you ruin their habitat. But uh, I think it was 1914. I think it was Martha. That's sad. The last, the last pigeon on one of the saddest sounds that you could that you could ever hear is the call of the last bird left in existence, calling out to hear the oh. sound of another bird. Oh. Ooh, that and is there wasn't sad. any. Friend, it is there were no friends. We had left. it over here with the dusky seaside sparrow mm-hmm. that went extinct. Mm-hmm. And I, I re- always remember that. Uh, I don't know who said it, but I always remember the line. And, you know, what, what, what a sad sound that is. That one bird, that, la- that one last bird calling out, hoping to hear the sound of a fellow bird and never hearing it. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. I have a dream. And the agony of defeat. I got bronchitis. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. All right, who's the red bastard that ripped off the bag of almonds from my desk? What? I don't know. Well, I'm going to get to the bottom of it. So now I'd eat some more... Cheetos. Oh. You might just want to maybe clean off your desk. Maybe they're there. They're not there. I got <laughs> cans of V8 there. Of course, oh, I've had them no. there for about 12 years. But <laughs> You're not I had wrong. a whole bag of, fr- yeah, whole bag of almonds. Uh. Non-salted, the way I like them. Let's hear what's in Jack's audio file. Jim, this is a rough week in Central Florida history. It was two years ago yesterday, the uh, Christina Grimmie uh, murder at a concert, uh, or the day before, and... Uh, Today, the two year marks two years since the Pulse tragedy. Also, this is the week where uh, the young boy and his family uh, they lost their young boy to a gator attack at Disney. And uh, you know, uh, and last night to add to the tragedy, we had that um, hostage standoff. And uh, here is Orlando Police Chief John Mina uh, late last night giving us the details. We made entry into the apartment and found that um, uh, all four children uh, have been killed by the suspect by apparent gunshot wounds, and it appears the suspect took his own life. And every time there's a murder-suicide, you always wish they could have done it in reverse order. Uh, By the way, the uh, message to um, TV crews out there, if you're setting up and you're going to use, I don't know what the proper term is, social media, to broadcast a press conference, uh, make sure your mics are off while you're waiting for that press conference to begin. Uh-oh, what they hear? What'd you hear him say? I'm not going to, I just, you need to, I'm just a word to the wise. Because you see him and you hear the ambient noise and you yeah. hear reporters talking to one another. Be very careful. I would uh, strongly suggest that who is ever in charge of the mic Keep it off yeah, until see, until the press conference so, gets underway. Right, press conferences used to be when the television station would desire uh, would be ready, they would present it on the air. But now with the streaming, uh, the availability, they can actually have a, a camera live and yeah. ready to go. And with that, the hot mics. I heard a good fifteen to twenty minutes of uh, reporters and Talking camera persons oh. and others just jawing and. Uh, Fortunately for you, it didn't have a recorder going at the time. I bet somebody did. Oh, sure. 
Well, Jim, the uh, you know, with all of the the stress that these tragedies bring, people have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Um, Monsters today have uh, they have a guest on. His name is Dwight Bain. He's a national crisis counselor. Uh, you know, from Central Florida, but you know, he he does work all over. Didn't we talk to him the day of or something? We did. We yeah. had him on. Absolutely, I remember uh, that name. Absolutely, and uh, mm-hmm. but uh, he was on with a full hour on the monsters today. But I, I have just uh, some clips as he talks about uh, crisis repair because he, he said these incidents and high stress situations are happening more frequently and. Of course, you have to repair the damage, but you also have to train first responders how to deal with it in advance. So they're talking about actually doing crisis training so they're a little more mentally prepared for these situations. Until we see some structural change in our culture, because this is a systemic problem, mm-hmm. it's going to happen again and again and again. That's that's why so much of what we do isn't just crisis repair, it's crisis training and getting people prepared and equipped as psychological first responders, because this is going to happen where they work or where they live. So it's, uh, you know, because they're affected. People are affected. Some people, you know, go through an event like Pulse and say, you know, and we know uh, of people who say, I can't do this anymore. You can't help but be traumatized to to one degree or another. Yeah. Uh, I don't care who you are, and whether it's that or whether you're a, Highway Patrol trooper responding to a, you know, first one to respond to a horrific car crash or a first responder, fireman, paramedic. I mean, they see all manner of stuff. And I know, I don't, I would imagine the agencies, I don't know whether, okay, you need to go to therapy or you need to, you need some kind of system where you can, let's at least talk about this a little bit. I think some do, some don't. Uh, Dwight goes on, he, he talks about the, the two ways to handle a stressful uh, event, and it, you can go through post-traumatic stress, which leads to problems, but I learned about a new thing, it's called post-traumatic growth, and that's when you are able to use the experience to grow from it, strengthen it, and use it so it doesn't eat you alive, you, you use that, here's a little more on that. You're going to see one path, and it's the healing path, and you're going to see people come together that, that never were friends before. You know, we saw this two years ago after Pulse, when you and I were talking this very day two years ago. And people that never before killed, uh, cared about the LGBTQ community said, we're going to step up. You know what? You need blood. You need water. And they joined arms, and they came to candlelight vigils. And, and all of a sudden, we saw community, right? And so mm-hmm. there's two paths. And that path leads to something called PTG, post-traumatic growth. And people are actually more resilient because they got stronger. And for most people, that's the path. Oh. Well, that's the path. They got a little cut off there at the end. But uh, uh, post-traumatic stress, if you don't deal with it, it can lead to, you know, uh, a darkening, uh, you know, hole that you, you, you feel you can't escape out of. And they say, talk it out or you act it out. So, you, Well, you got to find people that can help you, too. Part of the problem that we have in this country from people suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder, whether it's domestic violence, whether it's sexual assault, whether it's witnessing something that causes some kind of trauma. Mm -hmm. There aren't a lot of places. There are more people that are suffering from this than there are places that can get help Mm -hmm. or pay for it. Right. You know, whether it's a a veteran returning uh, returning home from Afghanistan or, or, or Iraq, you know, I mean, there's all manner of PTSD. The real question is whether we as a society uh, want to provide the resources to help these people work their ways through these things. We don't have uh, uh, what they term as uh, as trauma counselors. 
you know, say, well, just go talk to your doctor, talk to your, talk to your, uh, your faith, uh, your minister or whatever. They're not equipped to, they're not equipped to handle this, this kind of stuff. Right. Uh, they just don't. The best thing they can do is be equipped with say, well, thank you for coming to me, but I want to point you in the direction of really people who can help you out if we can find them. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Jim, other things happening today, of course, uh, last last night, I guess it was today, but for us it was last night because of the time difference in Singapore. President Trump meeting with the uh, North Korean leader, Kim Jong-un, and, uh, you know, it, it seems like, you know, it's amazing that this happened. It seems not too long ago where certain news networks were, uh, you know, uh, at the idea of an American president sitting with, you know, uh, the Korea of North Korea it was almost unthinkable, almost laughable. In fact, that's how Fox News found it when uh, uh, a candidate, Obama, talked about the possibility of that actually happening. Would you, as president, meet with the leaders of a country like North Korea? Obama extraordinarily said, I'd meet with him. Senator Obama made his intentions crystal clear on the campaign trail. I will meet, not just with our friends, but with our enemies. President Obama likes talking to dictators. He would meet with some of these madmen without any preconditions. You know, I'm gonna reach out to these crazy people uh, around the world and try to get things done. Yeah. I think that's a mistake. Obama is right. bowing and scraping before dictators. What is Team Obama doing establishing formal contacts with these people? But now it's okay. What are now you doing being a state-run media? <laughs> uh, the propaganda machine for the White House. A bunch of quizlings is what they are at Fox. Bullet Bureau, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, President Obama did meet, uh, and so let's get a little... Uh, from that, here we go with, in the, here is, a pre, uh, I'm sorry, President Trump, rather. Here is President yeah. Tom, Trump talking about his meeting with Kim Jong-un. It's going great. We had a, a really fantastic meeting. A lot of progress. Uh, really very positive. I think better than anybody could have expected. Top of the line. Really good. So, really good. Yeah, we, okay. um, not a lot of details, but... They each, you know, signed a letter yeah. to, you know, commit to continue talking when talking is much better than uh, than than bombing, as you mentioned earlier. And you know, these two goofballs want to talk to one another, you know, you know, help you yourself. Know. I mean, as much as you want, as long as they're not lobbing missiles at one another, we're all better for it, I yeah. suppose. You know, as long we're done with the name calling, the Rocket Man and the Dotard. How long do you think this will last? Uh, mm-hmm. Let's enjoy the honeymoon while it lasts. We both want to do something. We both are going to do something. And we have developed a, a very special bond. So uh, people are going to be very impressed. People are going to be very happy. And we're going to take care of a very big and very dangerous problem for the world. Yep. And here's uh, Kim Jong-un talking through a translator about the meeting with the American president. Today, uh, we had a historic meeting and decided to leave the past behind and we are about to sign a historic document. The world will see a major change. So good things yeah, for good you luck. know turning the page. Let's uh I don't let's I don't hope quite buy into it, but I guess we you know, as you said, you hope believe for the when best. you see it, sure. Yeah, okay. Well Prove it, it to us. It wasn't that long ago when it was Dennis Rodman was the oh, uh, only high profile American who was actually meeting with Kim Jong un. You know that he's the common thread between yeah. uh, President Trump and because he was on The Apprentice, right? Yeah, he he knew he knew both people, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I guess CNN did an interview with Dennis Rodman yesterday, and 
you know, talking about how he he was surprised that the Obama administration didn't use him <laughs> as an emissary, oh God, no. an emissary for peace. But here he, he talked about how hard it was when he came back. He was facing death threats, you know, uh, for going to North Korea to talk to Un. But here's Dennis Rodman from his interview with CNN last night. I couldn't even go home. But I kept my head up high, brother. I knew things were going to change. I knew it. I, I was the only one. I never had no one to hear me. I didn't know one had to see me. But I took those bullets. I took all that. I took everything. Everyone came at me. And I'm still standing. And today is a great day for everybody. Singapore, Tokyo, China, everything. It's a great day. It is a great I'm day. Here to this see is it. a historic day. I'm so happy. He's happy. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Just shut up. Yeah, that's one of those. It's all about me. I need some attention. It's yeah. all about me. And I, you know. Jim, he wore a wedding dress, remember? That mm-hmm. same Dennis. I Rock. do remember yeah, that. Come on. Yeah. It's like, like, all right, Dennis, fine. But, you know, nobody needs you, okay? Nobody's calling, God, we need Dennis Rodman over here. You're not an emissary. Well, didn't he I mean, go? Wasn't he there? He was there, yes. In Singapore. He was there. Right. Mm-hmm. Please. Jim. Dennis Rodman. Mm. Sometimes, Jim. <laughs> oh, let's go back. Since we went back, let's go. We had Dennis Rodman. Let's go yeah, back to yeah, Bill Clinton. Yeah. Okay. Bill Clinton's on a book tour. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it's it's less about selling the book as it is more how he's going to re- remove his foot from his mouth. Uh, because in his most recent <laughs> comments, he was uh, asked about the Me Too movement. And he's, well, take a listen to uh, uh, former President Bill Clinton. As James Patterson is just on this head-shaking tour of, I can't believe yeah. this is how we're promoting our book. But he's the co-author. Uh, but here is Bill Clinton in a recent interview talking about how times have changed. I think the norms have really changed in terms of what you can do to somebody against their will, how much you can crowd their space, make them miserable at work. You don't have to physically assault somebody to make them, uh, you know, uncomfortable at work or at home or in their utter just walking around. Uh, That, I think, is good. Yeah, but a lot of attention paying to the line. Times have changed on how much you can do to someone against their will. I voted for you. Please go away. Please, please, <laughs> just go away. You know, you know, just ride off into the political sunset, please. Yeah. So we don't have to think about you. Is he, is he off of your list, Mo? For he guys is. you would uh, oh, do yes. in a phone booth? Oh, my God, yes. Yeah? <laughs> no longer there? Oh. Fact, yeah. Well, they are consenting adults. Like mm-hmm. The fact of the matter is, is you know, the most powerful man on the planet, you know, exercises power over a, a, a naive, whatever you want to call her, stalker or, you know, or... Fan, yeah, or yeah, Whatever. She was I an mean, intern, I guess. It's yeah. inappropriate, you know, I don't... You know, but he doesn't have... He just, can't, he just can't bring himself to say it was inappropriate and uh, and uh, a misuse of, of the power that I had and... I want to apologize to her personally for this. I mean, how hard can that be? And get it over with. He, it's like his defense from the what ninety seven, ninety eight, whatever. It's just you know, I'm a victim. You know, yeah. to a certain degree, you know, he's like Trump. He's like the rest of them. It's all kind of you know, I'm kind of caught up in this, and I'm a victim, and everybody's picking on me, and mm. uh, just go, just please go away. I'm so sick of him too. Uh, mm. Jim Pitbulls get a bad rap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I would like to introduce you to Sasha the Pitbull. Oh, which one is that? Sasha is a, a pretty young Pitbull, but in a time of crisis, 
Sasha oh, yeah. came to the rescue. I open it and she runs in and starts barking at me like crazy. And I was like, okay, this is weird. This is not her. She had already had my baby by the diaper and was like dragging her off the bed. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, what are you doing? So Sasha, the uh, puppy pit bull, dragging the baby off the bed. Well, what happened was Sasha was left outside and it's rare. Uh And it was a quad housing complex. And one of the units that was empty at the time on fire. Mm -hmm. So Sasha was alerted the the homeowner that the house was on fire opens it up then goes into baby and starts pulling the baby by the diaper yeah. to get the baby to safety oh. and everyone was safe no one was hurt but uh, giving credit to i think it might be an 8 month old uh, pit bull named Sasha oh. hey baby <laughs> get up baby <laughs> and finally jim speaking of babies yeah. baby sitting why is it a good thing well, for Shaquille O'Neal, it led to a, a windfall when it comes to some stock advice he cashed in on. What? So I'm in uh, the Four Seasons Hotel, and I'm playing with somebody's kids, and they're in the meeting. So I'm playing with the kids at the next table. And, you know, the guy, I'm actually babysitting the guy's kids while he's in the meeting. So after the meeting, he says, you know what? You're good with kids. I like you. I'm going to bring you in on this investment. And it was called Google. Uh. He said, you know, in the future, you're going to be able to type on your phone, search engine this, do this, boom, boom, boom. You should invest. I invested, and then a couple years later, I got a really big return. Mm. (laughs) How weird. I found, thank you, Shaq, for reminding me, Mm. because today I found some stock certificates. Mm. Ooh. Uh, I'll tell you the story in a minute. Oh, Oh, I want to know. It's the Phillips File. Thank you, Jack. Good job, Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check up the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Uber is looking to create new technology to track if someone is drunk. News flash nerds, people only use Uber when they're drunk. Next, a veteran returned home from Afghanistan to find out someone had been using his photos to catfish women online. Apparently it was a scammer in Africa getting women to send him money. Hey, maybe this veteran can now add Nigerian prince to his resume. Finally, Divers have discovered a 334-year-old ship off the coast of Britain that has about $10 million worth of treasure in it. Oi mate that's enough doubloons to get a few cuppa that is. Headlines were brought to you by Filutowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. End transmission. You'll have as much fun as the people in those herpes commercials. 407-916-1041. Toll free, 888-978-1041. Real Radio. 104.1. From...
Phillips file for a uh, Tuesday. Fritz on the street later in the program. So I'm uh, going through some uh, papers. You know, things kind of pile up here and there or wherever. Yeah, or uh-huh. you got it back in the, you know, place that you haven't looked at in a while. So uh, <clears throat> Catherine finds uh, some stock certificates from a company that, against my better judgment, I invested in probably... 20 years ago, maybe 20 years ago, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it was just one of those things that it went nowhere. Um, but then she dug into it a little bit more, and the company's still in existence. And it's got annual revenues of $2 million a year. Now, that's not a lot of money when it comes to revenue, but I think it's got eight employees or whatever, but they're making money. Mm. And never, you know, isn't there some kind of fiduciary responsibility on the part of the company if you have stock to, hey, here's what we're doing, you. And, 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 and you know, we'll keep you up to date and whatever. I thought it was. I thought it was a good. A friend of mine talked me into it. He okay. didn't talk me into it. He talked to me and he said, "Oh, I want in on it," mm-hmm. and uh, got in on it, and then, uh, you know. Never did. Then I talked to another friend who said, that's a stupid idea and a stupid investment. I'll tell you why. And I went, oh, you're right. (laughs) I think you're right. Damn it. They rarely issue stock certificates. Usually it's in an account. Well, I don't know what it is. It's, well, it's a small, it's a small company. I don't know what they do. I I mean, you know, maybe they, maybe that's what they, they they did did. back then. Yeah, maybe. So now the question is whether I have an interest in the company and whether, uh, what's, what's the deal with that? Should I call him? Yes. Do you have a what would a broker? No. You don't have a I don't have I do not have a stock broker. I have a money manager. An investment guy? Yeah. So uh, that guy can He might say, the last thing, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, because we thought, you know, maybe it was bust and it went under and I don't know, maybe it went bankrupt and it started up. Same name. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. You could be rich. Not if their revenue is $2 million a year. Well. You know, I might be able to get some of the money I invested in this horse hockey outfit. So you want to sell it? Is that what I don't mean? know. I don't know. You know, I, you know mm. they owe me any money. I mean, do I owe them money? I mean, is it worth mm. investigating or do I have a claim on anything? I'm, maybe I'm a majority stockholder. Well, now, man. Would that be a kick in the ass? That's funny. <laughs> you get yeah. to make major decisions about the company. like Mr. Peanut. You know, I can just right. <laughs> roll up there and wear get out with my cane, my monocle, my top hat, and say, my, wear my spats and say, show <laughs> me the money. I say good, sir. Are they still traded publicly? Are they traded? I have out? no idea. Mm. We just found that. Mm. I had thought they had gone bust because I had, you know, it was just an investment, checked with them, and then mm-hmm. didn't hear anything more. And it wasn't one of those, my God almighty, I've, I've mortgaged the house three times over to get money to invest in this company. It's just a, you know, a pissant company over on the coast, mm-hmm. on the coast. And at the time, um, and I was convinced that it was this is gonna re- be the this biggest is thing. really yeah. a good idea yeah yeah, yeah. yeah this is re- you know this is yeah i got the the, i'm locked and loaded on this one and uh before you know it's like i think my friend who convinced me or told me this is a good investment i think he kind of i think he might have been a little bit embarrassed so nothing more was said and i just kind of put my tail between my legs and and never paid it any attention. Then Kathy said, they're still in business. They're still over there in business. 
Oh, man. Interesting. He's sitting on a windfall. I'm telling you. For whatever this company is, mystery company. It had to do with uh, marine mechanics. Mm. Uh, You know, that's not a bad business. It's great for Barnacles. That we thought was they were going to sign a huge contract with the the Navy, with the Pentagon, with the Defense Department. Mm Mm-hmm. I guess, these that never, guys are, guess that never came to pass. A couple of guys are scratching out a living over there. They sold some stock to have an infusion of money 20 years ago. Yeah, they needed some capital. Right, so they sell these, quote, stock certificates. Yeah, I mean, right, they're okay. Not, they're not traded on the stock exchange. I mean, they just got some suckered. Here, can you give us a couple thousand dollars? Yeah, I'm still, uh, you know, I'm still an investor in the company. Come on. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's fork over some. What are we getting out of here let's now? Let's cash it in. Yeah. Are we cashing it in? I don't know what I'm doing with it. I have oh, no idea man. what to do. Should I just call him up? No. You just call your guy. He'll do it. I never told him about this. It doesn't matter. I know, but it's... A, no, it does matter. Why? It's, oh, well, it's maybe a little bit of the ego. And it's a, there could be tax implications. Uh, yeah. And it's a little bit of that... You know, he would say, well, why didn't you tell me this when you first did this? I forgot all about it. You know, I'm handling uh, these things. Yeah, and, yeah right. Mm. I didn't forget all about it. I knew at the time, said, I think I'll just keep this a little oh, secret on the to myself. Uh-huh. And just, on the down low. I mean, it's not a gigantic amount of money, right. but it's... A couple thousand bucks? You started? More than that? Uh-oh, Jesus. Yeah, it was just, okay. Okay. I'm not going I'm not, I'm not to tell you. It was, Five it, figures? It was more than the racehorse. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Dust in the wind? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Left but in at the least dust, I got mean? something out of that. I mean, at least it does the joy, okay, the joy the experience yeah, sure. of going up to Ocala in the early mornings on a Saturday to watch the horse, you know, be, you know, to, to exercise, you know, exercise. I With mean, his you sway felt, back, that it horse? felt like a million bucks. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. well, look, Seabiscuit had knock knees. Mm-hmm. And look, look at that horse. That horse did have a sway back. But anyway, it doesn't yeah, matter. It does. So now, yeah, they may have, uh, you know, closed that first business and opened it up differently. You don't Maybe, know. Maybe, yeah. So, yeah, you may have... They may have gone bankrupt a few times and then just keep, you know... Yeah. They issued that paper way back when, but I don't think it's... Well, you could try. Hey, I have old stock certificates. Hey, what is this? Well, I'm not going to just call them. They'll say, eh... It's worth borched. Yeah, it's not worth anything. Not getting anything out of us. Nope. Not worth anything. You can wipe the tears away from your face with that paper. That's what you can do with it. that's all it's good for, toilet paper. Yeah, sure. Broadway fans and Chuck over there. Uh oh. Broadway fans are not happy with Bruce Springsteen's uh performance at the Tony's <coughs> on Sunday night. Why, what's their problem? Uh the singer took the stage to sing a piece from his Springsteen on Broadway one man musical that paid tribute to his hometown of Freehold, New Jersey. Well, people on Twitter have been really railing on him. They said the six minute set was A too long, B cut short time for acceptance speeches and other performances. Even actor Neil Patrick Harris chimed in to say he disapproved of Bruce's use of teleprompters, and uh, oh, Neil did not think that Bruce deserved a special Tony. So, you know, people Because he had a friend who wasn't nominated. I thought every musical performance was too long. Too long. So there. <laughs> all right. <laughs> For all of the nominated shows, I thought it was too long. It's like, oh, they're going on and on. How about a sampling? Who was the host for the Tonys? It was Sarah Bareilles and Josh Groban. I thought they did a great job. It's funny because Neil Patrick Harris also took to Twitter to diss. He the, always does a pretty good job when yeah. he did it, right? Yeah, yeah but he's kind of coming off like a douche here because he also <laughs> uh, he uh, <laughs> took to 
remarking about the the person who was backstage. Rachel Bloom was doing interviews, uh, an actress yeah. and uh-huh. comedian kind of doing interviews. And he calls her out, and he's like, who is this uh, woman doing this, and why is she doing that? Eh, shut up. And she tweeted at him. She's like, well, actually, I'm a big fan of yours. We met numerous times, oh, and my husband wrote on how I met your mother. And most notably, he wrote the episode where your character finally meets his father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all right. You can't diss Bruce. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just. Yeah, Neil has gotten into really... a bit of a Twitter storm. Yeah, who's bigger on the on the American stage, so to speak? They take in all show business, and who's a bigger name? Bruce. Bruce Springsteen? Yes. Or Neil Patrick Harris? Yeah. No, no, Bruce, for sure. Oh, come on now. Maybe he didn't like being passed over to host this. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he declined that. it. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Whatever. People mm. can, you know, people are very upset nowadays. They're wild real tight. Just look at Mo. Yeah. It's the Phillips hey! File on Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> Making sure we're on the same page. Uh, whatever the hell this is. I'm beating the crap out of the guy. I don't care if his junk touches me. Real Radio 104.1. If people are wound more tight nowadays, all the more reason to do the right thing for your dad this Father's Day, which is this... <laughs> of the Phillips file. Open up the program, of course, talking about uh, Pulse, second anniversary for that. Sadness in town, of course. And then this uh, nonsense that took place in West Orlando with this uh, person who held, shot the police officer, and he's still in critical condition. Uh, Word is he's, hopefully he will, will recover, but he remains in critical condition. And then this hostage situation on the west side. Went on after hour after hour after hour, and then about midnight last night, Chief John Mina of the Chief of the Orlando Police Department announced to the media that, in fact, uh, he apparently had uh, shot the four children to death and then took his own life. Mm -hmm. The medical examiner is trying to determine uh, at what time the the children were killed. And I don't know whether those questions, I mean, how do you figure that one out? I mean, how do you figure? I don't know. I, I don't know what the timeline is with the SWAT teams Mm-mm. from OPD and the sheriff's office. And well, they you know, were in touch with him all afternoon. I mean, every thirty minutes, they were reaching out to him on his cell phone. They were, you know, communicating with him here and there. The last time they talked was sometime between eight thirty and nine o'clock last night. Yeah, but they so they then, convince him to take a uh, a law enforcement phone, and as they're was, swapping out phones, they see the body. Of one child in the condo. That's when they decided to go in. That was the end of yeah. Well, 
in this day and age when we see so much on TV and on the movies, mm-hmm. we're led to believe that they've got all these systems in place where they can tell exactly what's going on and they can listen in. They probably, some people out there think that law enforcement has x-ray vision that they can see through walls. Mm-hmm. You know how that works. And I'm just wondering. See, it's damn Mission Impossible if movies. You, if you do have those systems, <laughs> yeah. if you do have those systems, mm-hmm. And are capable of listening. Right. Were those systems in place? And at what time? Um, I mean, th- those are legitimate questions. Don't. This is a very, very hard job. I'm not trying to pick on OPD or the Sheriff's Department or anything else, but there is a responsibility on the part of citizens to pose certain questions. Don't they? Seeking um, certain answers. I mean, it's. Uh, and, when they have them on the phone at like noon and then again at two and all that, do they say put one of the kids on the phone? You know, like put the twelve. The, I don't know what they put do. the eleven or twelve year old on the phone. I have no what they. You know, I, I would yeah, want. Yeah, I said go pound sand. Yeah, I don't that. I mean, that certainly you'd be able. You know, talk to the eleven and twelve year old or ten and eleven year old. I would like to know where this but, individual has a long track record of violence, arson, domestic mm-hmm. abuse. Um, how this person got a hold of a weapon? You know, and we all know. Well, duh, Jim. You know, if you want to get a hold of a gun in this country, you can get a hold of a gun. So whether he stole it, whether he bought it on the streets, whether he was capable or able to buy it through legitimate means, I have no idea. But I always want to find out how these individuals who should not have firearms get a hold of firearms. Well, we're not any more violent than anybody else. I mean, our tempers are not to worse than anybody else. The the predicate, I keep saying, and I do believe this, is guns. is the available, availability, one way or another, to get your hand hands on a firearm in this country. Yep. You know, you say, well, it's the video games. Oh, we took God out of the classroom. Oh, it's uh, violence in movies and this and that and whatever. Uh, they're watching and playing just as many video games in, in other advanced countries as they are in the United States. But the level of violence does not reach this level to, to, to most degrees because they don't have the access to firearms. They just don't. So it's the responsibility I've always felt for responsible gun owners, if nobody else but for responsible gun owners, to do everything that they can to make sure that their weapons aren't stolen and they uh, take part in the process, whatever process we determine is best, mm-hmm. to keep these weapons away from people who do should not have them. Seems reasonable. At least make the attempt. Yeah. And you would think that responsible gun owners would be the first ones leading the charge. Say, geez, man, if this stuff keeps going on sooner or later, you know, you still have school shootings or this kind of crap that went on in West Orlando. You know, it continues, continues. Sooner or later, that uh, that dam will break, and there will be a, a, a turning of the tides where people say, enough already. Okay, enough already. It's in your own best interest if you're a firearms enthusiast, I would believe, to say, hey, we got to do something about this, man. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm responsible. I'm uh, law-abiding. I'm a tax-paying citizen. I enjoy the... Uh, 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 the firearm sports or enjoy hunting or combination of both, whatever yeah. it is. And man, a life, this can, this kind of nonsense continues. Well, then, then the tide will turn. Anyway, we talked about that. We talked about Ivanka Trump. She took a little bit of heat because she tweeted out a Chinese proverb. The proverb being, this was in advance of her father having that summit with Kim mm-hmm. and the Chinese proverb is 
those who say it cannot be done should not interrupt those doing it. The problem with this, it's not a Chinese proverb. Whoops. Well, maybe she got it from a fortune cookie. Well, is it a Japanese proverb? Is it an Asian proverb? Well, yeah, they it believe it's a it's a line that was written by a Westerner. Oh boy! And along the way, it was interpreted be- just because of the way it sounds mm-hmm. that it, it's being interpreted as an old Chinese proverb. Mm-hmm. And the Chinese are saying, "Uh, uh-uh, not, not ours. ours. Sorry, we got better proverbs than that." Uh huh. Hey, they had Confucius <laughs> and stuff. So That's yeah. Japanese. Oops. Oh. Yeah, they got proverbs. If anybody's got proverbs, it's Chinese the it's, yeah, yeah. Asians. The Asians, they got the market of proverbs, all right? Yeah, take that, the Bible. Those who say it cannot oh, be done should not interrupt those doing it. Old Chinese proverb, she tweeted out. Uh-uh. Anybody got any of these lubber grasshoppers uh, crawling around? They really don't hop. They just crawl. Ugh. <laughs> and when you step on them, they crunch. They're big. On, They're I don't like them. I don't want to get near them. They look like they could do like they could do damage to you. Those big, they're three, four inches long, multicolored, beautiful insects. Yeah, do they make noise? I haven't heard them. No, I don't think so. I I don't think they do. I had them at my old house, and uh, my landlord was reluctant to do anything. So I was like, "Ah, fine, they'll eat your plant, bro." Remember the first time you saw one? Yeah, I was like, "What the hell is that?" (laughs) Yeah, but the plant has a hundred on it. It's you never see one. (laughs) You see dozens of them on one plant, and they chew holes in the leaves. They're like Swiss cheese. Lubber grasshopper. Yeah. They're called giant lubber grasshoppers. They'll be here through uh, probably uh, August. Yeah. Go to the big box store place. Go to the garden center, and they will give you something to get rid of them. But does it work? Mo's on eBay looking for DDT. No, no, I'm not. I got my <laughs> aftermarket. No, I sent my exactly. Husband, I sent him to Home Depot and I said, find something to kill these sons of guns. Hello, is this the Black Web? Can I buy? No, some I of don't this? even know what that is. Black Web. The Black Web. Yeah. It's oh, the, the dark web. Way I don't even down know. deep in the interweb. No, I don't know about any of that. I just said go to that orange. <laughs> I can buy anything on the Black that Web. That orange store. Oh, yeah. You know the store with the orange letters. Get your bazooka if you want one. Go over there. That'd be awesome. Wouldn't it? Mm, no. Hell yeah. I wouldn't know how to fire it, but very carefully. Mm-hmm. Not in your neighborhood. Uh, no. Someone said, texted earlier, Real Mobile 77031. This is why you need that Elon Musk flamethrower. <laughs> to kill the grasshoppers? Yes. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, what the, awesome. What's the deal with that? Mm. What about it? Sold who, who them on eBay this or is a good idea. Mm. Elon Musk. Do you think it's a good idea for people to be buying flamethrowers? Um, I don't think it's no. a, in, in all. In, in, <laughs> I just don't think it's a terribly great idea. Right. That's all. Okay. For people to be having flamethrowers. You're kind of jealous you don't have one? I don't want a flamethrower. Uh, I would have no interest what in flamethrower. What would you use it for? As a matter of fact, if there's a war, that's one of the guys that they go for first. Mm. The flamethrower. Yeah, because all they have to do is penetrate mm-hmm. that tank with a bullet. And boom, you're toast. No pun intended. No, you couldn't make toast with that. No. Yeah, you could. It'd be you would burn it. No, you'd burn it. It would be burned. Oh, uh, you could. You turn it off. It'd be burned. You're telling me with one of those flamethrowers, you, you could make, make toast? No. If you stand far enough away, you put it just Thank enough you. butter on the top. Exactly. Go, just a quick pass, and you've got yeah. toast. Burned. Yeah. No, it'd be black carbon. Nothing. I, I don't think you're gonna get a golden toast out you're of that. You're not gonna get. Toast. I didn't regular... say you get a golden toast, mm-hmm. but you're gonna get toast. Burned. So we've got to get a flamethrower now. Mm-hmm. See, I knew there was a reason. Go to Elon Musk. Oh, I bet you a dollar we could make toast with a flamethrower. <laughs> I agree with that. No, 
take that. Mm-mm. Yeah, you get a certain distance, just a just a quick pass. Easy. You got it. Now you have to maybe have to turn it. They have to flip it. And yeah, well, then you do a pass the other way. Best it's going to be carbon. It's going to be black carbon. It's not going to be bread at well, all. I'm not saying the first time. Give me a little yeah, bit of practice, practice and I can make toast with a flamethrower. Mm-hmm. Get that before that new you, Tesla. That's could you make it grow cheese? Tesla? What is it? Five years behind schedule mm-hmm. now, roughly. Hey, just concentrate on the rockets. All right, it's a Phillips <laughs> file on Real Radio. You're doing a good job with the rockets. Is, all right, yeah, that's true. but the cars, mm, not, not so, so much. So no. it's the Phillips file on Real Radio 104.1. Want to play a game? Call now for closest to the pin 407 916 1041. You like to breathe clean air, don't you? Well, you need to make sure you're doing the right things around your home, and that's changing the filter on your AC unit. And there's a better way. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all going to get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Yeah, Greg's on the line. He must be a candidate for punishment because he's going to play against me in this regular round of closest to the pin. Tim is the backup. Tim is hoping that Greg will lose. That will probably happen, meaning Tim will pick up the prize. I'll head to the soundproof booth. Bye, Jim. Pinkman, go. I was just so staggered by that statement. Uh, Today we have a pair of tickets to the Coca-Cola Firecracker 250 Friday, July 6th. At Daytona International Speedway, you can buy tickets right now at DaytonaInternationalSpeedway.com or call 1-800-PIT-SHOP for more information. Thank you very much, Mr. Pinkman. Let's get this game underway and let's get Greg on board. Hello, Greg. Hello. Ready to play? You bet. Great prize, great category. Thanks to Brad, co-producer for All Gaming, sent in this category. And it's called Questionable TV Shows. Oh. Okay. Okay. Questionable TV shows. Facts and figures about TV shows that ask a question. Okay. Sure. It's going to be easy. Pay attention. You got this. You ready to go, buddy? You bet. Going to reset the clock and begin in three, two, one. Who's the boss? Ran for eight seasons. Right, Samantha? How old is Alyssa Milano nowadays? Forty-five. What's My Line is listed as the longest-running U.S. primetime network television game show. How many years did the original show run? Sixteen. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Rockapella and all ran for nearly 300 episodes. In what year did it win a Peabody Award? Uh, 99. Whose Line Is It Anyway is an improv show currently hosted by Aisha Tyler. How many years did Drew Carey host? Three. John Quinones asked the question, what would you do on ABC's Hidden Camera Program? How many seasons for the show? Four. Time. All right. Everything was in the form of a question. You got your category done. Well done, Greg. Oh, yeah. Let's bring Jim back in. Yeah. Here he comes. Milano, am I right? Mm-hmm. Would mm-hmm. I pick her out of bed for Milano cookies? Oh, my God. Oh, Milano cookies. Those are good. Those mm. are good. 
I didn't like them at first. Neither did I, because it always seemed like an adult cookie. Yeah, and then the flavor was a little strange. And yeah. Then, and then you grow up, and then you're like, wow, my palate is so refined, I can enjoy this now. <laughs> and the only reason I had it is because that's the only thing they had available after I gave blood once, and they're like, take a cookie, and it was a little Milano package that I had, and I was in the car eating it, and I wanted to go back for more. Matter of <laughs> fact, I did. All right, so, <laughs> Jim. <Take> more blood. <laughs> Welcome back. That's a good cookie. The Milano? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always a good cookie. Beverage. Follow the whole damn bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they come in a little cupcake holder, you know, yeah. or something. Well, you get like three in a little, yeah. Yeah, and that little thing. That tray, and then yeah. you're rooting around for the next level of cupcake holder. Yeah. What? Like, what do you mean, no more? That's it, rats. <laughs> Jim, category sent by Brad. It's called Questionable TV Shows. These are facts and figures about TV shows that ask a question. Are you ready to go? Yeah. Let me record your opponent or something. Yeah. yeah You'll get it. Man. You'll get it. You know as much as your opponent, Greg. Are you ready to play? Yeah. yeah In yeah. three, two, one. Who's the boss? Ran for eight seasons. Right, Samantha? How old is Alyssa Milano nowadays? 50. What's My Line is listed as the longest running U.S. primetime network television game show. How many years did the original show run? 10. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Yeah. Rockapella and all ran for nearly 300 episodes. In what year did it win a Peabody Award? 1991. Whose Line Is It Anyway is an improv show currently hosted by Aisha Tyler. Yeah. How many years did Drew Carey host? Five. John Quinones asked the question, what would you do? Yeah. On ABC's Hidden Camera Program, how many seasons for the show? Seven. Oh, boy. Time. Got oh your boy. time, Jim. However, I am adding five seconds to your time. I know. That is your handicap. Don't panic. Cross that I carry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm panicking. Jim, you're playing against Greg. Thanks to Brad. Right, good luck, Greg. Okay. Who's the boss? It asks a question. Who is the boss? Who's the boss? It's Ooh. not Samantha, or maybe it is. She was played by Alyssa Milano. Uh-oh. It earned, uh, the show earned one Golden Globe Award during the run. How old is Alyssa Milano? Uh-oh. Greg said. 45. Jim. 50. On the money. 45. Oh, my oh. God. Double points for Greg. Look Whoops. out. Here we go. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. Don't panic. Another Golden Globe winner. This one for best TV show back in 1962. Moira's college years. Hey. What's my <laughs> line? The longest-running U.S. primetime network television game show. Now, how many years did that original show run of What's My Line, the what original? The one with Bennett Surf. Greg said. And Kitty Carlock. Yeah, Kitty Carlock. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Uh, Greg um, said. Greg said 16 years, Ooh, and Jim said guess. 10. The answer, he, one of them is off by one year. <sighs> 17 years. Oh, my God. Greg this guy point. is a genius it's when it comes to TV. 3 nothing. He is kicking your butt off. I know. Off. Come on, Jim. You're Come good. back, kid. Here we go. <laughs> Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego created because of a National Geographic survey that indicated Americans had little knowledge of geography? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. How about yeah, yeah. that? Come on, come on, what Jim. year? When did the year? Uh, what year did the show win the Peabody Award? Oh, the Peabody. Here's where the comeback said, begins. Greg, Greg said, said ninety-nine. Jim, Jim said ninety-one. One of them is closer. Uh, damn it! The answer somewhere in the middle. Uh oh. Nineteen ninety-three. Jim is on the board. Oh, we got three to one. Three Two to one. To three to one. <laughs> all, you do, all you have to do is tie it up, Jim, and you win. Deep Whose breath. line is it anyway? Aisha Tyler, yeah. current host, 
Before that, Drew Carey hosted the program. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did it for how many seasons? <sighs> okay, how many years are there? How many years did Drew Carey host? I was surprised at this one. Uh oh, I don't like that. Greg said three. Greg said three, and Jim said five. The answer? Nine. Mm-hmm. Jim gets the point. It's three to two. It's three to two. All you need is one more, Jim. That's all you need is one more point. I know I got this guy in time. And if you get that point, I think. Mm-hmm. What would you do? Oh, damn it. John Quinones. Nah. He's the ABC reporter. He I goes around. He they set up these scenarios, put people in awkward situations, and see how they react. It's ABC's hidden camera program. How many seasons? Very mm-hmm. nervous now. Greg said. Four. <laughs> Jim. Seven. For the win. Uh-oh. Well, we'll, well see. maybe we're tied. Yeah, we'll see. All right. The answer? Mm-hmm. Thirteen. Jim, Jim gets the point. We go to time. Oh, Bring it oh on. boy. Come on. Bring it on. What do you got? Well, Jim, I'm Did adding five those... seconds. Do you, do you want to add any more? <laughs> Certainly not. Certainly not. Greg answered in 52.6 seconds. I got him. Jim's adjusted time. Uh-oh. 47.7 seconds. Jim wins on time. I'm sorry, Greg. I told you right from the get-go, oh. buddy. It wasn't going to turn out well for you. Oh. What a comeback. I am the greatest. I will win. I can't lose. Ouch. Or Greg. Mm-hmm. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. I win. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? He fought so hard. Oh, my. Took a 3-0 lead, and Jim came back. Yeah, exactly. Well, what's my uh, win-loss record? 60 wins, 23 losses. I even tried to read your question slower so you'd lose. Mm. Oh, <laughs> gee. Tainted and unclean. Don't forget Fritz on the Street on Real Radio 104.1. Got to check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A plane had just landed at OIA when they spotted an alligator on the tarmac. He probably just wanted to catch a flight to the Amazon to meet a crocodile he met on the internet. Next, a New Jersey man is suing Pornhub after he learned his selfie was being used in one of the site's advertisements. At least it was just an ad. Worst case scenario is people think he solved his ED with a magic pill. (laughs) Finally, travelers are now having their faces printed on their luggage. It's time to face the facts. This is the new trend. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. Alexa, play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. And transmission. back to Orlando. We must have pissed him off somehow. Yeah, I don't think you did. Pink Martini. Pink Martini. I was going to call him Pink Flamingo. Mm-mm. But it's Pink Martini. Mm-hmm. And they played uh, down on Bumby that one time. Good band. At the Plaza? Packed the place. 
Were no, you and there? I said, Geez, to a lot see... of people are aware of this band. I never heard of them. Were you there to see Here Come the Mummies? And you saw that like on upcoming events, they had I baked martini, or was it vice versa? I think I was just in that frame of mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to the to that whatever Thanks. you wanted to call it. So I went to some shows. And, mm-hmm. and they're good. Yeah, but they never came back. Not that I remember. Well, no. how would you know? That's true. If you I check the go, calendar section all the do time. Do you? Man, not do all the time. you? I don't think they've been back. I made the newspaper deliver me a second paper on But Sunday. I was going to call it Pink Flamingo. <laughs> oh. You know, flamingos stand on one leg. Yeah, they do. Why is that? Because uh, they get There cramps. are a couple of different theories. Go on. Well, wait, no, all right, let's think. Guess. Why would... Uh, for safety from predators. They keep their feet out of them wet. How, though? Why? Why would they be safe from predators? Because underwater... Do it, do it, do it. Underwater, it would look like a reed and not two feet. (laughs) You're kind of close in a way. Oh, see? Look at you. There's one theory that flamingos stand on one leg to appear as if they're a tree. Mm. So they don't get attacked. So they don't get attacked. Right. So the predators would look at them and see just this one and and confuse it with being a tree. There's another theory that says it's a way to conserve energy by not uh, sticking a leg, another leg in water and therefore having to use, you know, body heat to, uh, to, uh, to keep warm. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Who knew? You or... pick up a lot of things by listening to this program. Yeah, really. <laughs> oh, I thought you were hanging because you just tricked us or something. No, I didn't. All right. Mm. All right, bro. Fine. Or did I? Mm. I don't know. Well, what wait, do you think? What the heck? I think I you didn't. Mm. I didn't or I did? I think you did not trick us. Would you like to put some money on it? Not now that uh... you say it that way. Okay. Uh, nope, no money. I didn't trick <clears throat> All right. That's two theories. There's a couple of other theories, but mm-hmm. I can't remember what they are. One triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Well, why are they pink? Because oh, I know all that the sh- all the shrimps they. Eat. Well, you don't have to get broken up about. He's it. a little it's upset, just, Jim. He, he I'm really a emotional. I'm really upset about the decimation of the shrimp population. <laughs> Those poor shrimps never knew what was coming. No. Couple of things about yes. <laughs> certainly pink flamingos. Someone texts in it's to regulate body temperature, and and someone else texts in a pink tree, really. Mm. And then someone else said they saw a pink martini in Melbourne earlier this year. Yeah, it's oh. a pink tree because many animals, predators, can't see pink. They don't know the difference anyway. Maybe when they see pink, they really see green, and they say that's a bush, that's a tree. I'm just saying. Mm. So pink martini was in the Space Coast earlier this year. So they're still around. So, ha. Well, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. I was getting worried. I didn't know. So where were they in Melbourne? At the King Center? Where were they? Did you say Melbourne? I said did say Melbourne. Melbourne. You didn't say where in Melbourne. I didn't narrow no. down the venue. I can't believe the Pink Martini would play something less than the King Center. Uh, the Power Station on Wickham Road. That's still there? Mm. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Did they have a power station? What was the club? By the way, I'm going way, way, way back, and many of you haven't been. Were, what was the club? JJ that was Whispers. On, no, 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 no. It was on was 1792. Mm-hmm. Merlot's. No, 1790. You know where the uh, the station? 
Was it the station? Wait. With the train cars? Yes. By the, the, by the, yeah, where the highlight thing is? In the early 70s, early yeah. to mid-70s, there was a very popular rock and roll club mm-hmm. in Fern Creek. The station. In between Van Maitland Halen and Fern there. Creek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And was that what, is that what it was called, the station? I believe so. Okay. Just asking. Anything else going on? Isn't that enough? Are you studying for Fritz <laughs> on the Street? Good point, Mo. No. I don't know how to study. For Fritz on the Street. street. Or the Street. Or on the Street. Yeah. Well, Fritz on the Street. Ask so President Trump. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Watching news constantly, Mo. Mm. You need a break. It didn't help me last week. You did okay last week. Oh, I did? Yeah, yeah you got you, more points than beat, anybody else. You beat the rest of us. Yeah, so there. Thank you. So I'm just trying to sandbag us now. See, yep. this is what's going on. I'm now not studying. I'm, I'm yeah. not studying. I'm not yeah. interested in this. I got too many things on my mind uh-huh. right now. I got a homeowners association meeting tonight. I'm yeah, thinking about so this. I'm really. thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of things. A lot of, a lot of you know, pans in the fire and uh, yeah, yeah, irons, yeah, yeah, in yeah. The fire irons in the fire. Irons in the fire. And yeah. uh, boom, you know, got to take care of business. Meanwhile, she's putting in all nighters. <laughs> I set my clock so I can yeah. watch CNN at two in the morning, then three in the morning, then four. No, I'm good. Okay. All right. All right. Fern yeah. Park Station, Jim. Fern, Fern Park, Park Station. Station. Never heard of it. It's been gone a long, long, long. I didn't even know what's back there now. Nothing. Well, nothing. well there's something back there. There was a Kmart. Yeah. And but I don't think, down yeah, there's nothing as far as, I think there's some businesses so back there. So if you there. go back there, well, they have built out because the you, have, you have the post office and then the entrance to Lowe's. There's a the there's Kmart a Lowe's there that's oh, no, on no, 1792. No, 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 It was around there, by oh, well, the, I, across from the High Life Fronton, correct, wasn't it? on the side street. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, there was a nut now, so I got them confused. There was another place on 1792. You know, when you come around, you go over Maitland, is it, Mate, what is it, what is, what's that yeah, road here that goes Boulevard over? Boulevard overpass. Yeah. Okay, and you come, then you cross over, uh, you know where the Jewish Community Center is? Yes. And yeah. you go straight, you go curl it around to get yes. on 1792. I'm with you. As soon as you're coming around to get on 1792, if you look to your right, that's where, a, there was another place oh, there. Yeah, Remember yeah, that, yeah. Mo? Mm-hmm. That was Merlot's. Marlowe's was farther up. Marlowe's is now a funeral parlor. Right. Mm. Was a strip club, then it was a breakfast place, now it's a funeral parlor. (laughs) True story. (laughs) That is, it's a funeral parlor now. (laughs) Somebody's going to text us. Somebody will know. Somebody agree. I remember Fern Park Station next to the post office over there. Yeah. In the old Kmart, what used to be the Kmart parking lot. You know, on that side road. Mm-hmm. Right um, off of 1792. Yeah, correct. By the High Life Front. That's correct. And I don't remember what you're talking about. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe made it there up. wasn't a, I bet, no, I think there was something there at one time. Well, I think there was something there, but I don't know if it was No, a club? I think there was a club there oh. at one time. Mm. I never went there because my parents raised a good boy. Mm-hmm. I would never, ever enter club? someplace like, no, it wasn't oh. a strip club. Oh. I've been to most of the strip clubs. <laughs> For research. Research. <laughs> no, I just went to the strip clubs. Oh, no. Well, years where I just went to the strip clubs. That's all. So it's, it's a, you know, it's a great way to if you if you're in the business of watching people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Watching people. All right. That's where I used to take in my Shakespeare at Club Juana. Yeah, just, yeah, they did yeah, Macbeth. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's your culture. Anyway, what else is happening? Oh, oh. that's a lot. It is a lot. Nothing. Mm-mm. Manafort's going to jail on Friday. Maybe. 
You say, I say yes, you say no. That's right. No. Yeah, he's going. Definitely. Now, he might win a couple of more days. If he wins a couple of, a couple of more days, I lose. But I think on Friday they can say, cuff him. Daniel. Take his passport away. Cuff him. Friday's date is the, what, 15th, right? So right. 6-15. Yeah. Okay. Can't wait to get a dollar on Monday. I think you might get a dollar. <laughs> I think they might just, okay, Mr. Man, get your, they, they might even go, we're taking your passport. We're going to give you a couple of days to get your you-know-what in order, mm-hmm. but you'll be reporting to whatever federal uh, uh, facility that uh, starting Monday. Oof. Is he going to wear his wig in prison? Is, Is that, that a wig? wig? <laughs> I don't, I go back to <laughs> I don't, know. I don't like, think uh, it is. It's just... It's I don't, bad I don't, hair, yeah. but I don't know if it's a like wig. Is it bad down. hair or is it really great hair? Yeah, but is it a weave? It is something because it whatever it is, it's pretty good. Usually, you can tell at the ends and the back. In the back, it sticks away from your neck. Because what's his name? Who's on Morning Joe every once in a while? The presidential historian, Michael Beschloss. He's got something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You but he's see. got a pretty good one. It's only when you look in the back where you go. Mm, it separates a little yeah, from the so, back mm-hmm. from your neck. It's an odd one. Yeah. yeah. I think but he's so smart, it doesn't matter, you know. Yeah, it does. It's, it always matters. Yeah, hair is matters to him. I think Manafort's hair is real. I think it might be real. He dyes it, I think, but it is real. The Blagojevich. Oh, that was hair too. It looks better now. It's all gray, and it's really I his always hair. thought it was a wig. No, I always thought it was just a mop. Nah. It was like, uh, like uh, what's his name, Andy Warhol. I think it's just a bad haircut. Because it's all gray now, mm-hmm. you still got a big mop of hair, but it's but it's gray. Do they give you haircuts in prison? I think it depends yes. on the prison. Well, he's at a federal. There's probably fancy a certain, one, but a certain amount of grooming standards. You don't want to be able to hide hide a shiv in there. <laughs> no, or a cake with a file in it, or something. Jim, a lot of people. I thought it was a joke at first, but saying there was a club called Sergeant Pepper's. Mm-mm. What Sergeant Pepper's Teen Dance Club? Where? I don't know, but Park? I've got more than a dozen texts. No, it's right, right in that turn. Right right now, mm-hmm. as, you, as you merge onto 1792, before you get to the tractor store, about a half mile before that, you look to your right, and it was right back in there, I thought. Hmm. Before you get to the tractor store and the sewing shop? The only thing I know is yeah, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Right as you're coming... Right you come off of that now, overpass. As soon as you're getting down, as soon as you're getting down to starting to merge on 1792, mm-hmm. you look Sunoco to your right, station. and it was... Right. It's before that. It was before that. No, Sunoco Station is the, the very first, first thing. thing you come to. Sunoco Station is not the first oh, thing. Oh, bring it. Yeah. Open up your wallet. Let's go. You take a look at your right when you come, right when you're coming down, right when yeah. you get on the merge to 17. You're telling me the Sunoco Station is it's right the there? First. I'll take that dollar. Jim, I do this right every now. day. I go by I there do all this the time. Every day. I, I know where the Sunoco Station is. I lived there is. 18 years. I, I'm telling you. I that do you're, this every you're, you're day. You're at least an eighth of a mile off. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's the very first thing. No, it is. Fact, sometimes if I don't you stay in the shoulder, you're, you're pulling into the Sunoco Station. Right. Oh, I'm not saying it's... I'm it's not the saying, very first thing after that. I'm not ramp. arguing the f- very first thing. I am saying there is something that was to the right of there. And if you're say, you're all, you're almost saying if when you come down and merge, it's right there. It is right. If there. If you don't take a right there, right there, right then and there, you're going to miss the Sunoco That's station. That's correct. No, you're not. Uh, no, you're not. You got a good eighth oh, of a mile I, before that oh, Sunoco no, station. Before not. you break out your dollar, why don't you just go to Google Maps and check it You'll out? See. No, no way. <laughs> Yeah, nice try. It's right there. I'm telling you. you go up and over, and it boom, it's right, right there. You're so telling me it's right there. As soon as you get on 1792, it's to your right. First I mean, thing. Oh, 
No, it's not, I'm not. Check ar- it. No, no. Check I, it. It might be the first thing. I'm not arguing that. <laughs> uh oh. But it's not right there. It's right. You have to travel down 1792 at least an eighth of a mile no. before you get. Oh, well, you want to bet a dollar? Eighth of a mile? Yeah, Come I on, do. Bring it on. <laughs> You're on with Jack. I'm a not, dollar? I don't want to yeah, I'll bet about interest in this. One dollar. Okay. One dollar. That's an eighth of a mile. <laughs> it's at least an eighth of a mile. Oh, certainly not. Certainly. I don't know the area very well, so I can't say either way. Yeah, I've got a dollar. That's a that's the easiest dollar I've made. Oh, please, God, let it be at least an eighth of a mile. <laughs> it's the Philip Trial Fritz on the street is next on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Because today is a new day and another chance to give up completely. This is what it's come to: afternoon unemployed drinking. Real Radio one hundred four point one. In a world of journalistic excellence, can I get your opinion? Comes a man with no formal training. How do you feel about Kraft Newberg? This is Fritz on the Street. Fritz on the Street every Tuesday on the Phillips File. Fritz on the Street brought to us in part by... Us Floridians are no stranger to a good old-fashioned downpour. But did you ever think it could save you money? I'm Francis Boatman, owner of Boaters Floaters. We bring you the highest quality used cars which may or may not have been mildly submerged in water. Thanks to uncooked rice, we've restored these vehicles to like-new conditions. Here we have a 1982 Udingisman sedan, only a little wet from Waterstorm Magnolia. I'll take it. It's like driving the beach. This here baby bad boy is a candy apple red Jemini Hufferer, salvaged from Tempest Chauncey, 20 yard eight. That smells moist. Only a handful of Landis Euphorias survived the urban water spout of 1950, but this one is right as rain. Is it? Is it supposed to look like that? Yes, it is. <laughs> Boaters floaters. We'll get you in that car. That's the fact, Jack! That's the fact, Jack! Woo! Okay. All right, Fritz, what do you got for us today? Got any sponsors? Um, yes. As a matter of fact, <laughs> oh I do. Oh boy, Fritz oh boy. on the Street this week is brought to you by the uh, Fort Fritz podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Last Minnesota is a doozy. Columbia and Yale University. Have they figured out where the spiritual center of the brain is? The answer? Yes. And we talk about it. What? So download the iHeartRadio app and check out Ooh. Fort Fritz. Seriously, I like Ooh. it. That was like a BuzzFeed headline. There you go. <laughs> um, in, wow. in first place, we have Jim with 255 points. Holy wow. Toledo. Big old points. Wow. Big old points. And then in second place, we have Jack with 223 points. Nice. Mo in third place with 220 and batting cleanup is Pinkman with 218. Finally. I have five current event <laughs> questions and I have five general knowledge trivia questions. Oh, general I just, knowledge. I think Those I'm just going to swing for the fences oh, today. Here I'm just, you know, back to the good old days. I'm you yelling literally out. have nothing to lose. No, you're well, winning sure so I much. Do. It's a lead. Yeah, no, well. there's no way anybody could catch <laughs> you this week. Sorry, that's not yeah, what I, I meant. But. Okay. Do it the whole way. All right, without, All right. without further ado, if you think you know it, chime in for that bonus point. Question one. Which Jim, justify. That is incorrect. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Question one. Which restaurant chain announced last week they would Pinkman. be... Pinkman. Pinkman. IHOP. That is correct. Mm. Otherwise, there was IHOP. IHOP. Which restaurant chain announced last week they would be changing their name? Pinky, Pinkman, you got that one right. Mm. Out of eight answers, how many do you think said IHOP? Where did you ask these questions? Yeah, and funny when? you should ask. Uh, last night, last night, eight thirty to around ten thirty at okay. at at the bar. 
All right. Okay. I'm going to go with six. Six for Pinkman. Oh, yeah. Five. I'll five. go five. Five for me, yeah. yeah. I'll go five. Mm. Five. Well, oh, I see how it is. Question one with answers from the file <laughs> of five Uh-oh. and Uh-oh. six. Bing, bing, bing. Yeah! Oh, man. That means someone's picking up two points. Which restaurant chain <laughs> announced last week they would be changing their name? IHOP. Oh, uh, IHOP. Pass. IHOP. I didn't even hear about this one. IHOP. 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 Yes. Oh, God, so, Pinkman. Off to a good start. Pinkman with a three-pointer there. Picking up two points on that one. Mo, Jack, and Jim picking up one point each. Okay. Oh, jeez. Yeah. What? Okay. 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 Dot, dot, dot. I've gotten something to say here. I got to add to it. I'm adding. Okay. Let me say this about that. You're right. Yeah. Oh, boy. Question two. Who is credited with the assassination of American outlaw Jesse James? Jim. Jim. Mm. That was. Mm. Oh, God, wait a Just give me a second. Well, Take your time. Brother Frank. Frank James? That is incorrect. Damn it. Anyone else? Yeah, that's a tough one. Pink that's a tough Pinkman. one. Wyatt Earp. That is incorrect. Yeah. Damn no, it. No, no, no. No, no one? Mm-mm. Yeah, they had a movie, remember? Yeah, I don't want to get. I know part of it, but I don't want to give it away. It, that yeah. would be Robert Ford. Yeah. I would yep. never have gotten that. The coward Robert Ford. Right. Yeah. Uh, who could forget? Yeah, the exactly. assassination of uh, Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Mm-hmm. I know it from the from the Pogue song. Go ahead, Pinkman. So Pinkman, you got question one correct. Who is credited with the assassination of American outlaw Jesse James? Out of eight answers, how many do you think yeah, said Robert or Bob yeah, Ford? At least one person will know it from the Pogue song, like you said, so one. One. Oh, the Pogue Ooh. song. See, now it's... Oh, see, there's some yeah. info. I'm going to said that. Two. Two for oh, Jack. Oh, brave. Just one. Jim, one for eight. Mo. Go oh. Go eight, eight, you're telling him? <laughs> Swing for the fence. Can I ask you a question? Oh, here we yeah. go. Who's Pogue? Oh, uh, the Pogues. They were a... <laughs> the band of yeah, Come on, he, Irish he wrote the Raven. The 80s. Edgar Allan Pogue. History will record... <laughs> I'll go two. Two for Jim. With answers of one and two from the Phillips <laughs> file, here's question two. Who is credited oh, with no. the assassination of American Zero. outlaw Jesse James? Clint Eastwood. No clue. Robert Ford. Doc Holliday? I don't know. Robert Ford. Robert Ford. Stop. Billy the Kid? Stop. Three. Stop. Three. So Jack and Jim picking up one point each. Yes. How do they know that? And that's how you play this game. Question three. Oh, baby. Jeez, man alive. Question three. Which city-state hosted the Jim. summit? Moira. Singapore. That is correct, Jim. Which city-state hosted the summit meeting for President Trump and North Korean leader Kim Jong-un? Jim, you got that one right out of eight answers. How many do you think said Singapore? Six. Six for Jim. Seven. Seven yeah, for Jack. that's a good guess. Five. Five for Mo. Six. And six for Pinky. Question three with answers from the file of five, six, and seven. Which city Dang hosted it. the Come summit on, meeting Come for on, President eight. Trump Come and on, North two. Korean leader Kim Jong-un? Ah, Singapore. Singapore? You got it, Jack. Uh, nope. Oh. Moscow? Singapore. I don't know. Singapore. I thought it was in the demilitarized zone. Is that a city? What's that, that? Four. Is that a city? Four. So uh, Mo's picking it. up one point. Whew. That's it. <laughs> Question. Yeah, you got to watch those current events. Sometimes they don't know. these people had? Uh, what time was this? Yeah. 8.30 to 10.30. There's a TV on it. They're sitting at the bar. It's a TV on. He said 8.30 to 10.30. I think they, they had some kind of sports game on. 
Sports game. Sports game. Uh, what's what's up, fellow sportsmen? I have no I'm idea. here to watch the sports okay, game. Okay, everybody, uh, here's the uh, British uh, darts, uh, the mm-hmm. tournament out of Blackpool. It's probably tennis or something. All right, boring. okay, okay. Question four. Yeah. In yes. boxing, speaking of sports, yeah. what is the term for an illegal punch to the Jim. back? Jim? Rabbit punch. That is correct. In boxing, what is the term for an illegal punch to the back of the base of the skull? Jim, you got that one right out of eight answers. How five, many said rabbit? Five. five for Jim. Yeah. Three. Three. Three two. for Pinky. Three for Mo. Two for Jack. Question four with answers from the file of two, three, and five. Bing, bing, bing. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, In boxing, bro. what is the term for an illegal punch to the back or the base of the skull? A rabbit punch. I don't know that one. A rabbit punch. A jerk move. Low blue. <laughs> Sucker punch. No idea. Rabbit punch. Oh, yeah. Three, so Pinky and Mo are picking up two right, points each. There you go. Jack's picking okay. up one. Damn. Question. We? Uh, we're on question five. We'll All right, one. hold that thought. We're going to take a little break. We'll come back. Oh, I got to do that. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, a rabbit punch. It was my, one of my favorite punches when I was the... Uh, it's uh, not champion nice. Champion of Barracks B. <laughs> you sometimes you have to just get it in there, you know? You oh, just yeah, have to bro. get it in there. Speaking. Come in the little piston. Hey, I heard that. You yeah. really hurt people that way. You're bamming them in the back of the neck. Uh, duh. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's a gold nerd. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> It's the Phillips File and uh, Fritz on the Street on Real Radio 104.1. Fritz on the Street. You think you know the answers? He changes the questions. Is Fritz on the Street. Uh, Absolutely correct. Back to Fritz on the Street, part two, brought to us in part by. It's a new year, same you, because you're already awesome thanks to eating my tasty, organic, sustainable comestibles. But there's always room for improvement. Salutations, I'm Dr. Patience McCracknuts, PhD, and I'm very excited to announce my new line of holistic snacks. Our cilantro snap pops come in four different flavors, pomegranate, passion fruit, red short, and jalapeno ranch. Fall back in love with yourself. All it takes is vision and a well-disciplined vending routine. The future is in your mouth with Dr. Patience McCracknuts. Coming to a vending machine near you. Natsy ain't got no humanity. They're the foot soldiers of a Jew-hating, mass-murdering maniac, and they need to be destroyed. That's why any and every some bitch we find wearing a Nazi uniform, they're gonna die. Come on. Come on, man. Back to Fritz on the street. What do you got for us, Fritz? I have uh, six more questions. Oh. Six more. Come on, ah. this is where Mo, she, now she gets the, get, you know. Oh, yeah. I got a double down now. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The get some steam in her step oh, now. Geez. Here we go. Question five, if you think you know it, chime in for that bonus point. Which National Hockey League Jim. team? Jim. Washington Capitals. That is correct. Which NHL team has won the 2018 Stanley Cup? What, what did he say? What did he say? I don't he know. Said some nasty. Low-hanging fruit. That's rude. That may be the rudest thing I've heard today. I'll meet you outside at 7 o'clock. <laughs> oh, he's going to punch you in the nose. Wow. Oh, look out. It was a pretty simple question. <laughs> oh, I see where everybody just jumped in so quickly. Well, you're the one who was professing your new love for hockey and how you and were that's watching why it I every night. It. Come on, jump in there. This is true. Stanley Cup. Hey, hey, why, whoa, 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 what, what? <laughs> So, Jim, out of eight answers, how many do you think said the Washington Capitals? I would like to hear the question in its entirety, please. Which National Hockey League team has won the 2018 Stanley Cup? They can say Washington? Yep, the Capitals, Washington Capitals, whatever. Five. Five for Jim. That's a pretty good answer, isn't it? Oh! Seven for Pinky. I don't know. They were watching the sports game last night at the bar. That's good. (laughs) That's true. Six. Six Six for Mo. 
No telling what kind of sports it was. I hate you guys so much. Uh-huh. But we love you. Yeah, I'm going... Four. Oh. Four. Oh. Four. All right. Question five with answers from the file of four, five, six, and seven. Oh bing, bing, bing. Ah. Someone's, oh, someone's picking up. Uh, someone's Which picking up National points. Hockey League team has won the 2018 Stanley Cup? Uh, Mighty Ducks. Washington Capitals. Uh, Capitals. I got nothing on that one. Oh, Washington sorry. Capitals. The Washington Capitals. The Washington Capitals. Not Las Vegas. Five. Uh, hold Jim's on. Technically, that guy was not wrong when now, he said not move lost. Move on yeah, out of here. Come on. Jim. Nice try, low-hanging fruit. Jim's picking up two points. <laughs> nice Jim try. and Mo picking up one each. Wait, uh, Jim is Jack- picking up two and two? What? No, Jack, oh, sorry, Jack I get and one, sorry. and Mo uh, gets one. Okay. Right, okay, okay. Question six. Yeah. Thank you for that for that catch, yeah. Mo. Uh-huh. Question six. What is the world's largest coral reef system? Jim. Moira. Jim. Great Barrier Reef. That is correct. Jim, out of eight answers. I know some of these, you know. How many do you think is a Great Barrier Reef? What is the world's largest coral reef system? I'll go six. Six. Seven. Seven for Mo? Seven. Seven for Pink Mo? Oh, geez. So confident. Yeah, yeah. Like, we got the new. What are they going to say? Yeah. Yeah. What else? I don't know. You're right. One guy what said else could they say? Mm-hmm. They're going to say something say about pass. the keys. They'll say They're pass. Gonna... All right. Yeah, uh, Mesoamerican no ring. Okay, six. Six, four. Uh, Jack? You talked me down from seven. What did I say? <laughs> six? You said uh, six. Question six with answers from the file of six and seven. Bing, bing, bing. Oh, oh, what is the largest coral reef system? The Great Barrier Reef. So, Great Barrier Reef? The Great Barrier Reef. I don't know the name of it. The Great Barrier Reef? The Great Barrier Reef. The Great Barrier Reef? Great barrier. Yeah. Yay. Thank you, cops. Pinky Mo picking up two points each. Jack and Jim picking up one point. <laughs> Question seven. Which famed actor took the stage at the Pinkman. Tony Pinkman? Robert De Niro. That is correct. Well, hanging oh, fruit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now look no, who's complaining. A lot of famed actors were on one the stage. To no one. Which famed oh. actor took the stage at the Tony Awards <laughs> to curse President Trump? Pinky, you got that one right out of eight answers. How many do you think said Robert De Niro or Bobby D? Oh, Six. Six for Pink Man. Oh, boy. I really mm. like that answer. Five. Five for Mo. I'll go six. Six for Jack. <laughs> oh. oh, no. It's the Tonys. No one watches That's the right. Tonys. That's right. I think five's even too high. Yeah. yeah. Can you repeat the question, please? You know I can. Which famed actor took the stage at the Tony Awards to curse President Trump? Yeah, I don't know. I'll go five. Five for Jim. Mm. Question seven with answers from the file of five and six. Which famed actor took the stage at the Tony Awards to curse President Trump? I don't know. Any of them. (laughs) All of them? (laughs) Liam Neeson. No clue. (laughs) Which one didn't? I don't know that one. I have no idea. Wow, not one. Oh, first, right then. Huh? All right, that Zero. is awesome. <laughs> so, Jack, you're absolutely correct. No one watches the Tonys. <laughs> question <laughs> not at this bar anyway. No wow. points awarded. Damn. Jeez. Uh, question eight. Yeah, that was a big fat zero. Question eight in the board game Monopoly. Oh, jeez. How much does it cost to buy a railroad? Jack. Jack. Two hundred dollars. That is absolutely correct. Jack is on the board with bonus Cheap points. Two hundred bucks. Jack, out of eight answers, how many? How many do you think said two hundred in the board game of Monopoly? How much does it cost to buy a railroad? That's a good question. 
It is a good question. A four. Great question. I don't four like for Jack. Five. Five for Pink oh, Man. Oh, jeez. Four. Four. Four for yeah. Jim. Four mm. for Mo. Question eight with answers of four and five from the file. Bing, bing, bing. Oh, 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 In the board oh, game oh, Monopoly, how much does it cost to buy a railroad? Two hundred. Four hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars. Yes. Two hundred and fifty. Two fifty. It's two hundred. Hundred dollars. Two hundred. Four. Mo, Jack, and Jim picking up two points. Pinky's picking up one on yeah, that one. Well, whatever. Yeah. Well, what do you know? What do you know? Question nine. <laughs> Question nine. At the age of sixty-one, Jim. Jim. Anthony Bourdain. That is correct. That's a five-pointer for Jim today. For bonus points, at the age of 61, which celebrity chef and author passed away last week? Jim, Anthony Bourdain is correct. Out of eight answers, how many do you think said Anthony Bourdain? Bourdain? Are they allowed to say anything else? Tony Bourdain. Chef Bourdain. Yeah, they can give it a name. They're going to get Bourdain in there. Mr. Bourdain. I'll go six. Six for Jim. Seven. Seven for Pinky and Jack. Jack said the same as, what? What do you say, Jack? Seven. seven. Um, Go eight. Yeah. Go eight, Mo. Go swing. Come on. All right, eight. There oh, you go, man, Mo. Good you job. It, it's going to be so awesome. Question nine with answers <laughs> yeah. from the file. It should be eight. There's six. An should off, be. Should. There's an outlier, though. It's going to be seven. Six, seven, and eight. This is question nine. Bing, bing, bing. Oh, bro. At the age of 61, which celebrity chef and author passed away last week? Anthony Bourdain. 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 All right, Mo. All right, Mo. There you go. Right. There you, uh, there you go. Good job. He was such a far-reaching personality. Um, yeah. So Mo's throughout picking the up, ages and yep. stuff. Yeah. Mo's picking up two points. Good job, Mo. Jack and Pinky picking up one each. Now, final question. Oh question boy. 10. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Question ten. Quito is the capital. Jim. Jim. Ecuador. That is correct. <sighs> Softballs. <laughs> did, he, did Jim write these questions with you? Because he's yes. been to Quito, is that why you're saying yeah. that? Yes. Oh. No, I didn't know that. Twice, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quito is the capital of which country? Ecuador, Ecuador is correct. Jim, out of eight answers, how many do you think said Ecuador? Located right there on the equator. Ah. I'll go five. Five for Jim. Three. Three for Pinky. Oh, jeez. Oh, Lord. All right, then. Four, four, yes. yeah. <laughs> four for Mo, right. four for Jack. All right, come on. Question 10 with answers from the file of three, four, and five. Bing, bing, bing. Quito is the capital of which country? Ecuador. My clue. I have no idea. Come on. Ecuador. Ecuador? Ecuador. Ecuador? Uh, Stop. Vietnam. Five is correct. Jim, you are picking up two points. Nice. Mo and Jack, one point each. And wow. that is Fritz on the street. Wow. These people. I Jim swear. killed it today with 15 points. 15 pop. Good for you. On that last one, it all changed around because after the uh, Pinkman was had the early lead. Yeah. But yeah, uh, bro. Uh, Pinkman happened, bro? and I each ended up with 10 points, and Moira had 12 points. Yeah, well. But it makes math nice and easy. So Jim now has 270 in first place. Mm-hmm. Moira and I. Wait, no. Oh, I added 12 on the Moira. Moira has 232. I have 233. Oh, a one-point oh, lead. And Pinkman has 228. So Moira oh, is yeah. one point behind second place, and <laughs> Pinkman is four behind third place. Pinky, you had a strong start there. I thought it was going to be your afternoon. You know, I don't, I don't know what happened. So <laughs> well, then you insulted me and said, okay. 
Now yeah. we're going to overdrive. Uh, then the scale tipped. Definitely solar flares. <laughs> solar <laughs> messes flares. Messes with my brain plates. Thank you, Fritz. Great job as usual. Thank you very much, Fritz, on the street every Tuesday. Give a plug for your app again. Yeah, it's the uh, Fort Fritz podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Yeah. Uh, a whole bunch of spooky stories about aliens, cryptids like Sasquatch and the, um, the, uh, the skunk ape. He says a lot of words yeah. I don't know, Swamp but you can go man. to realradio.fm under podcasts. It's listed there as well. Oh, I know about yeah. this. I know more about the swamp cabbage man than the anybody yeah. in yeah. Central Florida. It's a stinky beast. We haven't had many sightings. No, there are lots of sightings. Back when I first started this program, we used to talk about it all the time. Do you, you remember think? the wildfires in the late nineties? He uh-huh. was chasing them out of the woods. There, damn development. Mm. Do you think we could uh, trap him and give him like a makeover? No, there's no trapping. <laughs> no makeovers. No. no, there's no trapping. Why there's, would you want to do that? Because I think it would be cute. You're no, you're interfering <laughs> with the natural order of things when you do things like that. Do you think cryptids like killing off the last passenger pigeon? Do you think oh, cryptids? No. That's sad, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's sad. Of course, you, it's sad. Do you think cryptids exist on this plane, or do they inhabit an ethereal realm? What's, what's a cryptid? A cryptid is anything that's made up. Basically, oh, 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 oh. give me an example. Bigfoot. Do I think somewhere on the planet? Yeah. No, I do not. I don't think so either. Well, how do you do your program then? Because I think that they are Mm. tulpas, T-U-L-P-A. I think they're thought formed. Oh, now you're getting deep. Now he's (laughs) saying words. I told you he says words I don't understand. All right. Thank you, Fritz. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Going to check the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Russian workers are undergoing training to learn how to smile ahead of the World Cup. Not much for smile in Mother Russia, but World Cup make for very happy. I hope they don't suffer facial injuries. Next, Sonic is now offering a pickle juice flavored slushy. It's time to stop asking if we can and start asking if we should. What an abomination. Finally, a Kenyan reverend has taken his defense for a certain woman's body part to court saying it is God's antenna to the world. What's that woman's name? Mulva. Oh no. Dolores. Headlines were brought to you by the Phillips File Live blog. Go there to cast your votes for the best TV theme songs ever at realradio.fm. And transmission. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. From... Ukulele player Jake Shimabakura, he dropped by the uh, station a few years back. Mm-hmm. Shows up in Orlando 
Probably, what, once a year, sometimes yeah. twice a year, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Every once in a while. At the yeah. plaza. He was there not that long ago. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't need to come by here. Mm. Doesn't need the publicity. <laughs> Talented fella. Tell you. We tried last time. It was like on a Saturday he was coming in and just, you know, mm. things just didn't time out. My daughter learned, taught herself how to play the ukulele. And oh, really? As yeah. it sounds. That's cool. Oh, sounds great. I tried to get her interested in this. She's like, hey. Playing notes or chords or combination of both. Yeah, she did it through YouTube University. Mm-hmm. YouTube University yeah. is absolutely fantastic. It I is. use it all the time. Uh-huh. Then she wanted a guitar, so now she plays guitar. Oh, no kidding. Cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's into... Tried to get her license? Won't have it. Mm. Won't do it. She wants to just learn it Well, that might kill her desire. You know, you so just go ahead and do it. it you just go your... ahead and do it. Knock yourself out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could do that. Well, you could if you put your mind to yeah, it. It's hard. You just want instant gratification. That's that, my problem. That is I want to pick up a guitar, take two lessons, and be able to play really, really well. Exactly. And uh, It doesn't happen. Like no, that. I know it yeah, doesn't. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know it doesn't, but that's the way that I'm wired. That's why I pick up things and move on. I reach plateaus. Mm-hmm. And I say, oh, man, I'm really doing well. That sounds this. like I'm fun. really, you know, I'm really mm-hmm. progressing here. And then, you know, invariably you hit that plateau. And then I don't like this anymore. <laughs> that's <laughs> Or I'll come no, back to do it. There's too much work. <laughs> Stupid guitars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to tune the things. Yeah, uh, your fingers okay. get sore. Yeah, that's true. You got to cut your fingernails. Yeah, you got to. Exactly. Oh, it's just so much effort. I'll, like, I'll listen to the professionals do it. It's fine. Yeah, and then you just listen to the professional and you go, damn it. Then you think <laughs> back, you know, if I'd started this. That's six years ago when I was really thinking about it, when I first picked it up and then I got tired of it, you'd be a fairly, you know, you'd be a decent guitar player. Yeah. I've done that so many times. Me too. Piano, guitar. Me too. Start, stop, start, stop. And then, you know, and then I look back. Well, if I just started it, even with the first time I felt regret, if I started it then, I would have been playing 20 years. Right. Whatever. Oh, you know who's got a new hobby? Who? Guess who wants to be a magician? Magician. A magician. Uh, you? No. Somebody close to you? Very geographically. Hank Man. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, yeah, bro. <laughs> we saw David Blaine last night, and he wants to be a magician now. I want to learn. I don't like, know how he does it. I want to know. I love magic. More yeah. than that. Mm-hmm. It was Some amazing. Some of it was insane. It, it was really what was amazing. The, what was the best, let's call it, trick that he had? Well, somewhere... Uh, uh, Performance like uh, like um, acts of uh, what do you call that? Uh, yeah, I want what, it, was, it was like a like some body endurance nah, stuff. I want, no, yeah. I want to sit where you sit there and go, how did he do that? Is it like how an did illusion or something? That? An I illusionist. Thought, I thought him producing a, a ring. Okay, so oh man, this one was confusing as hell. Well, okay. Tell me, Mister Magician, uh, Jack. All right. Well, he he okay. he's looking for a ring, so he goes out into the audience. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brings up a couple, and he has a pretty large wedding ring. Uh, you know, they've been married thirty something years. Pretty, ring. Right, and he does this trick where he makes you believe that. Oop! He swallowed like it was on his finger. He threw it back on his finger, and you're like, "Well, how did he just do yeah, that?" That part was impressive. That enough. was all right, and then he he like kind of made them believe that he swallowed it, and but you're thinking, okay. It's You're expecting song, it's, it's going to come out somewhere yeah, else, right. right? And then it goes on where, okay, there's nothing in his mouth. 
And then it, he he has them wondering where it is. And then, you know, he has a cup with water in it. And then after he just starts producing, pr- like making these, mm, uh, mm, uh. opens his mouth and out into the cup comes a live frog. Ew. Can you believe that? What? A, a, a live, live frog. Jumping around frog. And to... he makes a guy put, hey, this is what the ring? Huh? Exactly. Where is the ring? <laughs> right? Oh. It's back on the guy's finger. So no. then. Ooh. He says, he gave the guy a t-shirt. He goes, here, I got this for you. A David Blaine logo. It says, I went to David Blaine. Um, I gave I, him my ring and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. Yeah. 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 He made my ring disappear. All I got was this lousy t-shirt. But instead, you know, the guy's like, well, yeah, 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 yeah. I need my ring. So he takes the hanger that it's on. He straightens it out and then he ends up putting the hanger down his throat. Not the hook end. Not the hook end, but the closed end puts it down his throat, then pulls it out. What's on the hanger? The ring. No, another frog. No, ah. it, it is. It's the ring. No kidding. But the yeah. ring. How did it get on the clothes? It's on the clothes. It's looped around the hanger. Oh, wow. How does he do and that? And then he goes, you know, he rinses it off for him, but he gives them the hanger, the shirt, and the yeah. ring is on the hanger. So there's no way it's a trick hanger. They can't get it off? This guy walked. Five, You'd have you know, to take the it's hanger split. apart. It's got to be split this, someplace. This guy was inches from me when he was walking back to his seat with the hanger. It's like, how did he get it on did there? Say, Let me look at that. So he was able to regurgitate a live frog and then the yeah. ring. Oh, wow. he didn't regurgitate. He, he, he did. He did not regurgitate. No, 100% he no, did. No, it's a trick. It's a magician. No, he didn't no, do no. that. He oh, tells no. you how he does it. He did tell us how he did it. Oh, don't tell me. I don't I want know. to know. No. I won't spoil it. Well, but he, he tell the audience? He tells, yes. He tells us, he told oh, us all like how he does it to keep the frog safe. He drinks a gallon of water, then baking soda, uh-huh. then another gallon of water. The baking so it's sloshing soda, around in there? So the baking soda uh, uh, neutralizes, neutralizes the, acid? the acid in the stomach, which know. makes it an aquarium form. And I he said know. the frogs that stay is, alive oh, up to three such, hours. Oh. He can keep that frog alive up to three hours. He's got a frog down in his underpants. Uh, 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 uh. No way, dude. Yeah, exactly. From his no. underpants to his mouth. <laughs> no way, dude. And then he re-swallowed it before no, he walked it's all It's magic. And he's actually convinced you, yeah. I had a frog down in my stomach, oh, no way, and bro. I neutralized How the acid in my so- stomach. No. Not a chance. He no has way. Muscle this, control. This is legit. So How he had he that frog him? in his stomach for how long? Well, at least twenty minutes. There was Get an intermission. No, yeah, because well, there was know. an intermission, and it was. Don't buy it. No, it was no, before no, the there was no intermission. He walked off stage. He was like, "I need to go get cleaned up real quick." Then he comes back. You don't know that he just drank a frog. Yeah. <laughs> right, and then he no, spends a while part talking. Of the trick. And that's all part of the routine. That's no part of the shtick. Oh, no way, bro. Let me tell you how I did the trick. No way. Did he tell the entire audience or just you two? No, no he the told the entire lot. audience. Come on, Mo. No, and then part of the shtick. <laughs> I thought real magicians don't tell the story. Well, he He's, just told you how Blaine. he keeps the frog safe. Because people will probably uh, yeah, Peter would get involved. It's his daughter's pet frog. Great trick. Great trick. David Blaine, I, yeah. I I congratulate you. And in, in addition to laying out all that, this is how I keep the frog alive. Now he's got the frog. He's got it up. Uh, you know, he's got it in his. He's got. He's got it in his hair or something. He said he swallowed three at one time, then threw one up for Drake, uh, one for Steph Curry, and one for Dave Chappelle at a house party. Yeah. Okay. Oh sure. wow. All right. 
All right, bro. Whatever. If you don't believe in the magic, I believe in. Magic. I believe in the magic. It's magic, and part of the magic then, is abs- magic. is convincing yeah. you that hey, this is the way it's done. Right. And, and I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. I don't think he should let you in on it. Then he went into a tank and held his breath for ten minutes and twenty nine seconds. Oh, yeah, I could do that standing insane. on my head. By the way, we have a little bit of more information <laughs> regarding uh, yesterday's tragic. Uh, hostage situation and the uh, the the four kids the the killing of these four kids and the uh, person who held them hostage committed suicide because I was asking earlier uh, where do these guns come from because this guy had a felony record yeah he and... wasn't legally allowed to own uh, weapons right. however um, when officers got into an apartment where he was barricaded Monday night they found two shotguns two rifles. And a handgun. And a handgun. Where are they come from? And OPD Chief John Mina said they were passed on to him when his father died. So when his father died, he took his guns. He wasn't legally allowed to own them. That's, how, that's how he got them. Do we know when the father died? I'm wondering just whether in the process somewhere when he was adjudicated or when he was on probation, whether anybody in the court said, Mr. Asshat, uh, do you have any guns? Are you, I mean... Certainly, this jerk off would uh, would lie, but I'm wondering whether that's part of the. If you have any firearms, you need to surrender surrender them as quickly as possible, or are you allowed to? Maybe it just takes too much time. It's too much money. We're going to send somebody by, you know, without you knowing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, when the I don't, know, it's it's just an awful, especially on the right at the same time as we're going through this. Hate to call it anniversary, but that's what it is to a certain degree. This anniversary of the uh, of the Pulse massacre, the Pulse tragedy, and this Orlando horrific, horrific uh, tragedy as well. So, by the way, I think there's a GoFundMe account to help handle the funeral expenses for these uh, poor four children who were victims of um, of this guy. All right, let's move on. Let's uh, end the program with a little bit of PPT, person, place, or music. There's the music. What's the prize? Four pack of tickets to Kennedy Space Center. It's the only destination where you can touch a moon rock, oh, yeah. stand nose to nose with the space shuttle Atlantis, the real one, meet a NASA astronaut, and glimpse the future of space exploration. You can explore more at kennedyspacecenter.com. There we go. All right, uh, Danny, you're first up. Pick a person, a place, or a thing. Let's go with a person, Jim. Let's go with a person. Okay, thanks to Brad for the category. Thank you, Brad. Who is this person? This Sooner was not a good student, opting to spend time watching movies and reading. A Sooner. It's a Sooner. I'll tell you right now, he's got a uh, he's got a show. What? Yeah. Show. Got a show. Got a TV show. Okay. His own TV show. He does. He does. So it's a he, and he's yeah. from Oklahoma. Yeah. Okay. It's a Sooner. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, that's singer Blake. That's Blake it. Shelton. Blake Shelton. That's your final answer. I'm sorry, not uh, Blake Shelton. Here we go. Here's uh, Jake. Ready to play, Jake? Ready. Here we go, Jake. Spoiler alert. He was hey. fired from his job as an usher for revealing the ending of Titanic. Ah. <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> he was fired from his job as an usher for revealing the ending ending of Titan- Titanic this sooner I don't know whether he's uh, from Oklahoma, went to school there, but he was not a good student. He opted to spend more time watching movies and reading. Uh, Billingvall. That's your final answer. That's a good guess. No, it's not Billingvall. Nice, though. You got that right. You might be a redneck. That's Jeff Foxworthy. That's right. But But they're on that redneck tour. Yeah, sure. So you would. Mm -hmm. Brian, ready to go? Yeah. Here we go. Common bond here. Clue number three is a common bond. 
Super bad. Forgetting Sarah Marshall and Tropic Thunder. <laughs> he was in Tropic Thunder? That's what I'm wondering. Mm. I don't know if he was uh. in Tropic Thunder. You gotta look uh. that up. I don't remember him from Tropic Thunder. Oh. I know. Can I get some help? Yeah, let me see. How about... Uh, uh, bah, 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 bah. Oh, no. One I can't help you. Clues. Here we go. What do you mean by that one of Jim's oh, clues? Here you we say go. it with such disdain. They're more confusing. Oh. You leave more confused. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, oh, that guy? Really? I don't know. I don't know anything. No. Oh, but, a... see? Oh, oh, oh. See oh, oh. I Am I right? Am I okay? Am yeah, I right with that? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. <laughs> I think it's a pretty good clue. <laughs> I think it is. I think it is. I don't okay, think okay, okay. Answer, so we're going to move right along. Oh, I know who he was in uh, Tropic Thunder. Who was he in Tropic? I don't give it away. No. Give it away, you know. All right, Roger, here we go. The common bond, uh, clue number three that uh, we never got an answer was super bad for getting Sarah Marshall Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Clue number four, your clue. He made quite an impression as Vincent Price, Clint Eastwood, and Julian Assange. Made quite an impression. Oh, Tropic Thunder, really? Yeah. Ah, that was, a, that was a good movie. I liked yeah. that one. Really funny. Really funny. Hello, Roger. Pretty funny. Over. This is Travis. Travis, over. Your year's oh. too late. Sorry, Travis. He <laughs> made quite an impression as Vincent Price, Clint Eastwood, and Julian Assange. Oh, ah. see, get it? Am I right? Uh, was was that a good him? clue. Yeah. Oh, oh come on. Do you have another clue? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Here, here's your other clue. Oh, uh, I still don't yeah, get and that it's one. not Keith Morrison. <laughs> uh, Jones McJonesy. Jones McJonesy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good one. Guess. Good guess. At least he said something. It didn't just hang up. Love what do we got here? Oh, Five. Yeah. Say Trump 2020. Is it Roger? Roger. This here we go. Roger. Ready to play, Roger? Get him, Roger. Yeah. Don't be a hater. This SNL alum yeah. is far from his. Stefan character playing hitman Barry oh. Berkman. Yeah. That's a great show. Oh, I really like no. Barry. You know, I think we've we seen it all. Him. Yeah. Did we lose it? Well, then I think text we me. lost Roger. A real mobile 770. Oh, wow. Anyway, he was. Didn't top... he? Sorry. Go ahead. Didn't Over. he do the Keith Morrison impression? He did. So. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Now, now it makes sense. But I thought you were doing Sulu. Oh, oh, oh. No, I can no, see no. that. Oh, my. Brad, what yeah. are you doing down oh, there? Oh, my. In Tropic Thunder, he was the right-hand man of Tom Cruise's character. I don't remember. Uh, Small role. Nope. Anyway, Texter's got it. Bill Hader. Yeah, Barry. Have you seen them all? Yes. I enjoyed it. Even at the end? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did yeah. you have a, like, oh, yeah. like oh, oh, I'm not sure if. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Uh-huh. All right, your good show today. Thank you very much. Thanks to Fritz on the Street. Gets busy t- tomorrow with Shot Doctor and Scott Maxwell. Back tomorrow at 3, right after the News Junkie. And he follows the monsters in the morning. Tonight, eat dessert first. Grin like a dog. Wander aimlessly. Pound your conch as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care.
Good night, Penny. Good night, Will. Remember, brush your teeth. 